amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. The show made of legends. Welcome to Big T Energy on Woodward Sports. Featuring four-time Stanley Cup champion Darren McCarty and the golden voice of Neil Rule. Sit back and relax. It's time for your daily dose of Big D Energy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Big D Energy right here on the Woodward Sports Network. My name is Neil. Rolling into the bullpen today. No Darren McCarty. He'll be back at it tomorrow. But we got my guy Matt Broder here in the house. Matt, what's popping? Neil, how you doing? Thanks I'm, so much for having me. I'm great, man. Happy, happy to run this uh, run this race with you here today. Gabby is in the house as well. Have Gabby Phillips here also uh, doing a lot of work out at Allen Park, which will come into play today. Gabby, we'll discuss that. How are you? Definitely doing great. Ready to be on uh, back-to-back shows today. I'm getting a little bit comfy in this Maz chair, so I'm ready. That is the Maz chair, isn't it? (laughs) Officially, it is. I'm trying to take it over. Are you? Gabby Maz chair. Let's go. We'll see. There'll be a little fight for it. We got Sam Flannel. We got Spencer Raxter. We have all of you in the WoodwardSports.com chat as well jump into there Detroit Dabber 313 says what up doe and um yeah he's he's first in so you know that we are on uh we were on par lots of talk about the NHL draft lottery that is tonight we will discuss we will get to that a little bit later on in the show the Detroit Tigers who knew they're good I guess I was told Matt Brother. Ha- have a weekend I I mean they 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 let us uh uh, cut us short on Sunday, but what yeah. a, what a last uh, five six games they've been playing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right, Ric Flair. Yeah, they are they are back at it, and uh, we'll discuss because even through the success, yesterday pissed me off, and it did, man. I know where you're going with this. I'm ready yeah, for it. It did, and like I gotta hear about oh Javi's back and look what he's doing, and then I go, I go out there, and he, the circus is back in town, out in the field again, and it keys a hundred run inning for the Cardinals. You know what? I, like, that's, well, he hadn't made, you know, fielding here. This is what he is. It's frustrating. We'll discuss. We are going to get into all of that. Spenmo, I always like to check in with you. I live vicariously through you. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my weekends are filled with television commitments and uh, family co- first communions and all that kind of stuff. Spenmo, you take me back, though. Yeah, What'd I, you do? So, my dad's <laughs> out of town. Like, oh, boy. So, I've been having a pretty wild couple of couple a week or so at my house had some people over and i had some people over this weekend i, I drank a whole bottle of don julio the other day and yeah it was good I took the dog to the park yesterday i chilled i didn't do anything yesterday I took the well, dog to the as park i like to say back from when i was in those days even the lord rest on yeah, sunday recuperated recuperated Rehydrate, recuperate. Oh, yeah. Cinco de Mayo got you, huh, Spencer? Yes, it did. Yeah. <laughs> when is it ever not? Yeah, it always, it always gets there it, eventually. It always. Sam Flannel, what about you, man? What what happened? 
Well, I will. I would just like to say the reports of the Lakers <laughs> and Anthony Davis's demise are greatly overstated. It happens, man. He was always going to come back with a big game. They were always going to come back with a 30-point blowout. And you got those stupid-ass Warriors and Steph Curry fans still blaming the refs. Can you ever take an L graciously, people? Or even a W, for that matter. I know. They remind me of a certain college fan base in town, don't they? Ah, you know what? I have a good Michigan man and Matt Broder to have my back on this one. An actual alum, former baseball player for them. So, we got you this time, Neil. Absolutely. Um, how'd it feel when Oakland beat Michigan in baseball this year again? Funny, Neil. But this is how you welcome me to the show. Well, I'm just, I got to get your thoughts. <laughs> you know, we've got a new coach. We've got, I could roll out the excuses. No, that, that's not a game they should ever lose, Neil. I know, but they <laughs> seem to all the time. They that's, do. It's, you know, Michigan really sports, the, it's, it's been a tumultuous couple yeah. of years. But, but it's, it's funny we bring that up, though. Being two, we all have two Michigan men when we talk about the NHL draft lottery. Because as I look through all the mocks and everything like that, all these Michigan players, man. Michigan hockey must have been racking national championships. Nope. You would think. Racking fours yeah. and fours. That's about it. Really? Yeah. Huh. And I've said, and I screamed from the rooftops that that is not acceptable. It's, it's really as bad how many times they've just gagged in the final four. It's terrible. Uh, Rustin Burke says, good morning, Woodward crew. Rustin, appreciate you tapping in. Coach Richie, this is the only show I listen to on Woodward. Well, if you're only going to listen to one, Richie, Have this should be the one. Oh, yeah. And, but and, if you're going to listen to two, <laughs> then listen to this one and the heavyweights. Is yeah, that fair? That's fair. Okay. And the, then come to the morning show just for a little time. Oh, yeah. There's a morning show, too. I forgot about that one. And then, uh, you know, the final word, right? Yep. yep. Bottom word. Bottom final word. Line. Final line. Something like that. Something like that. Oh, no. my God. It's Ryder <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We do have to talk about this, though, because last night um, – I got locked in. Like I said, I had like the family. My daughter had her communion and everything. All, everybody in the world was over the house. Was able to, to, to get through that and all that. And I was able to just flip on in the third period. Toronto and the Panthers. And surely Toronto is going to win. They're down 2-0. They're at Florida, South Florida. The building's full of Maple Leaf fans like it always is in South Florida. Surely they were going to win. Of course. And they were winning. Until they weren't. Until they weren't, Neil. Why do you think they collapsed like that? How, how did that happen? You think the Maple Leafs are gonna just gonna continue the dominant run, but no, no, the Florida the dominant Panthers run. The Florida Panthers. Yeah, the the dominant run of winning their first first round playoff series in like two decades or or whatever it was. It's been. I think the uh, I think the Big Ten's won a national basketball title more recently uh, than the than the than the Maple Leafs have won a playoff series. I love it though. Uh, BD three. Thought criminal says uh, F dash 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 Toronto. So, you know, I love it. I Matt, I live for it. It's a rite of springtime. There, there are a couple things I know that are going to make the weather get warmer. Number one, and you were at the Kentucky Derby. I was there. I do want to talk about that experience we'll just, just real quickly when we get there. Things that tell me the weather's going to warm up soon. Toronto in the playoffs, losing. Because I know that's end of April, early May. That's a rite of passage. The Kentucky Derby is another one as well. But guys, you've heard me talk about this before. The Toronto Maple Leafs, no Stanley Cup since 1967. They're down 3-0 to the Florida Panthers, by the way. What makes you happy that shouldn't? I, I get way more excited <laughs> about Toronto losing the playoffs than I should. I'm a big fan of seeing LeBron and the Lakers lose in the playoffs. I know we got. They may cause some some uh, 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 competition there in the booth, but 
But seeing LeBron make make it to the playoffs as he does each year, and then run into a, a formidable opponent, I don't know. I, li- I like seeing these these rounds go down to the bitter end. WoolworthSports.com chat thread. David Sparkman says the Maple Leafs live rent free in your head. David, please, you have to be relevant to quote live rent free in somebody's head. Nobody who hasn't done anything since the 60s lives rent-free in anybody's head. Gabby, I have to ask you the question because Mm -hmm. because I'm curious to get your perspective on it. What in sports do you get great pleasure from, probably more pleasure from than you shouldn't? Great question. I mean, this this whole Maple Leafs Panthers situation where you don't see hardly any Maple Leafs fans in the stands really just is thrilling to me. <laughs> well, this whole geo targeting with the ticket sales that was wild that, to me and yeah. it got me so excited i actually enjoyed that but for people that don't know you're a florida state alum yes i am so you know do you get that way with like miami or florida or anything like of that when course, they lose those are givens yeah. obviously that's just like another day they're gonna lose <laughs> They're going to lose to Florida State and any other teams that they lose to. Fantastic. Love to see him go down. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, Matt Broder, you were at the Kentucky Derby over the weekend. I was. You're out there with the – you said it was part of a bachelor party it's part experience. of a bachelor party. That is the one thing that I have been meaning to do that I have not done yet. I'm a big horse racing guy. I love the horse racing. Uh, things, things, didn't, things didn't shake out my way. Did you wear the hat and the suit and the whole bit? I didn't. I didn't. We were on the infield, so we were where all the, all the debauchery was. There, there's not as, as strict of a dress code as if you were, you were sitting up in the bougie seats. But that, that's next on my bucket list. But, dude, it was a blast. It, it was unlike anything I, I'd ever experienced before. Yeah. I, I would recommend that. So, so it's everything that's advertised. It is. It is. But at the same time, it's, it's like nothing you expect. Everyone's there for the exact same reason and just having a good time, putting their money on the horse that they think they know. Yeah. Um, but but really, no one knows the outcome. Well, the, the Kentucky Derby is going to be a lot like the NHL draft this year. Nobody in the world knows any of these guys from the NHL draft outside of Bedard and the slappy Michigan players. Hobie that, Baker Award yeah, winner. Yeah, that Sam Flannel will will talk about, and then maybe we can get like a a two a two left wing tops right or or a two C or something like that. But anyway. The Kentucky Derby is similar in that. You're going to see a lot of NHL draft experts in the next 24 hours around town. Oh, yeah. A lot of them. And, like, for me, I'm kind of sad because it seems to be a down year for the OHL, the Ontario Hockey League. Uh, That's kind of like my low-key hockey that I'm a fan of. Okay. So, but through that, the Kentucky Derby is the same way. Where, first off, did you win any coin on the race? I didn't. I didn't. We had one winner in our group. Uh, his son's birthday is actually today, May 8th, so he just put it on horse number 8 who ended up winning Mage. Uh, but it, I, I walked away. Sounds like Alavila's draft strategy. It, it does. It does. Yeah. I don't think any of our group of, uh, group of 10 were, were trying to uh, um, take any GM spot from anybody. No, but, yeah, we had one so. winner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, D's Nuts 313 says, I like watching Bears fans cry. Mm. I do, too. I, I do, too. The Bears... The Vikings with their stupid helmets. We've been over this before. Like, the Vikings bother me more than anybody else in the Lions division because those helmets are stupid. And just how, like, the the point of the Viking helmet or whatever, like, it almost touches in the back, that irrationally bothers me, Gabby. Yeah. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. So how did you feel about the whole cousins with the chains on the plane and the dancing? How did how did you feel Kirk about all that? Kirk O'Chains. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> Kirk Chains. That's right. I came down. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it was whatever. I, Kirk Cousins. He's like an exit on the highway that you drive past to me. Like it just. Okay. It's in and out of your life. Tell me how you feel. Because you know how it's going to end. Like you always know how it's going to end. So I don't, I don't really worry about all that. Spartan um, dog. And Neil, Neil, yes. I have to say, my, one of my biggest takeaways from this weekend. So I'm with a group of ten, you know, guys from the Midwest. There's a handful that are from Chicago, and their level of excitement and and uh, approval of everything the Bears are doing is is insanity. They think that the Bears are going to win the NFC North this this year. So. It's a wild. I'm, ride I'm big on what they're on. doing, man. I'm big on what they're doing, and you know you can be critical of the way Justin Field throws the ball and things like that. But he is a dynamic athlete, not a good runner, a dynamic athlete in a league of dynamic athletes. Does that t- does that lead them to the NFC North title? I mean, I, I don't I don't know that we're there yet with them, but they're gonna they're gonna be a factor soon, yeah, true. sooner rather than later. Like they they took all that cap space, remade the defense a little bit, got some linebacking help. Next up for them will be addressing the defensive line. Speaking of defensive lines, we'll talk about the Detroit Lions and their drafts. Benny had a good angle, and it's it's a bottom line question that I want to get to. Uh, WoodwardSports.com chat thread. Mike G has uh, Mike G wants to quarterback the show here. So Matt, ask Gabby how she will feel about an eventual Florida State Michigan National Championship matchup this year. This is an ongoing question. <laughs> this question comes about up about five times in the morning show chat. Five times. That and, like, how I'll feel if they beat Clemson. Do I think we're going to get an FSU-Michigan national championship this year? No. No, because Michigan would have to win a playoff game in order for that to happen. hey Well, you know what? Talk all the trash that you want about Michigan as long as it's not about my Knowles. We're fine. Yeah. Um, if that happened, I mean, that would be actually wild. The chances of that happening are zero. And I got to pull for FSU in that, in that well, race, yeah. Mr. Flannel. I, of, of course you would. Yeah. I mean, Michigan's not going to be the problem this year. FSU, I mean, they're looking like a nine-win football team at best. So I'm just, I'm just saying, I know they've won one recently yes. with Jameis Winston. I give them a lot of credit. I rooted for them, but I don't know. They've had some down years, but I think Mike Norvell's getting it together. Definitely. He is on the rebuild right now. Uh, Vincent Bergrantz wants to know, uh, Neil, did that villain hoodie arrive yet? I haven't seen it as of yet. Uh, I, will, I will go in the back and take a look, you know, at uh, what shipments have, uh, have come in. Appreciate it, by the way, my friend. Uh, Jack Carrington says Clemson greater than FSU. So, you know, with, with all due respect, that, you know, ACC network chat, uh, we're going to put the kibosh on that, and we're yeah. going to get into it. Okay. This, this, this Tigers team, I, I just want to take a segment. I do. I want to know if I'm being fair. Or if you guys are maybe being a little extra. Let's let's decide that. Let's figure out what's going on after I tell you about the Sports Marketing Agency. They help spread awareness about mental health and substance abuse. Their new podcast is called This is the S Word. Helps fight the stigma associated with seeking help. If you're struggling or someone you know is struggling, go to thesportsma.com. Again, thesportsma.com. The Sports Marketing Agency. They're here to help. Woodward Sports content. Head over to woodwardsports.com right now for up-to-date sports articles and great entertainment news. We have the best writers, bloggers, and coverage all at your fingertips. Head to woodwardsports.com right now to experience all Woodward Sports has to offer. Introducing the Planet Fitness Guide to getting that post-workout glow. Step one, what's your why? More epic energy, better sleep, blow off steam? Step two, 
Join Planet Fitness for just $10 a month and get moving in our clean and spacious clubs. Step three, bask in that post-workout glow. Join Planet Fitness today for just $10 a month. Join today at any of the 50 plus Detroit area locations. Off and running here on a Monday, Big D Energy, Woodward Sports Network, Neil Rule, Matt Broder, Gabby Phillips here in the house as well. Of course, Sam Flannel and Spencer Raxta here today as well. We're getting it in. Darren McCarty will be back tomorrow. Subscribe to the Big D Energy podcast, if you would, wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Spreaker. Five-star review, too. Get it out there. Get it out there and get it rolling uh, through all your channels that you do get the podcast and also speaking of channels the woodward sports youtube channel subscribe to there as well uh absolutely dominating the sports digital space in detroit that is fact not opinion you can go look for yourself or you can just take my word and save yourself some time either way you're going to come to the same uh conclusion woodwardsports.com chat thread mike g says badar gives me the big d but adam fantilli is beast mode man both sides of the ice so here we go flannel here we go right not a chance I mean, Adam Fentilli's a damn good prospect. He's probably the number two prospect in the draft. Would he be a fine 2C? I mean, he, I think he could be a one, but he's not going to be Connor Bedard, obviously. You can't just discount him because he Because we already have a 2C from Michigan, don't we? Absolutely. Just paid him. Okay. We'll talk. We're going to talk about all you NHL draft experts. We're going to do. You guys are going to educate me. I'm going to you guys. It was a down year for OHL prospects, so we will get in to it. Tigers yesterday lose 12-6 to St. Louis. Snapped a five-game winning streak that they had rolling. And I was getting this, Matt. I was getting these texts. I have like a couple of my buddies that I work with at Oakland that are big baseball fans. Uh, one of them's a big Alavila guy, so we fight constantly over the t- – <laughs> How are you a big Alavila guy? What does it even mean? What? Don't get me started. Don't get me started. They do exist. They, they yeah, there's one exist. out there. There's one out Rare. there. Um, but they fall yesterday to the Cardinals, snapped a five-game winning streak. Just, I guess, a, a couple games back in the division. Was that 3.5? Yeah, something like back that. Back from the yeah. Twins? Are, are we getting too – Matt, are we, yes. we're getting too aggressive here, man. Like yesterday, and Spenmo, you guys put out the clip, or Friday, I mean, you guys put out the clip, right? Mm-hmm. I explained the rationale of why you have to, have to, have to trade Eduardo Rodriguez. Yes. There is no debate. There is no, well, let's keep him and see. He's leaving. Mm-hmm. Well, he's, he's pitching well. Exactly. That's why he's, you trade him. He's leaving. Yeah. And he ain't coming back. That's it. That's all. And I got blown up, Matt, on social media from people. Really? This guy's stupid. This guy's pitching good. What's he talking about? Now, I'll, just, I'll chalk that up because you're going to get that. But for people that don't understand, you know, contracts and the way it works, Eduardo Rodriguez has a player opt-out after this year. Dot, dot, dot. So, like, help me. Am I, am I being obtuse here? Am I being a, a hater, as it were? Or are you buying this? Not, you're not being a hater at all. I think... Your, your reasoning behind it is 100% accurate. And, and I'm, I'm looking for something to argue with, and I can't find it here. Right. Uh, this is one of those situations where you have to take advantage of, 
of, of a pitcher pitching in his prime or pitching when he has the most value around the league, now is when you trade him and get the most assets for him. We're not going to compete for the AL Central this year. We might hang in there for a couple months just because of how bad the division is, but we're not going to compete for a World Series anytime soon. So if you have a guy pitching like an ace, you've got to rebuild that farm system. <laughs> you have to. I was waiting for this. And I know it's early, and it's Monday, and the week's just starting, but Austin Harris says, good Lord, we win five straight, then we lose one, but let's focus on the one loss. Austin, because I, I, all weekend long, I got it on social media. Hey, Javi, what do you think about Javi now, Neil? What do I think about Javi? Look at the fielding. Look at the play when it mattered. Look at the play when they had the lead. That was egregious. Egregious. And I don't know why I was surprised. He led shortstops in errors last year, guys. Like, this is... I know we're desperate to win. Like, Gabby, I know we're desperate to win. I get that. I understand that. You can't win with Javi Baez being your best player. You can, I'm sorry. Am I, am I wrong here? Like, am I being crazy? Help me. I don't think you're being crazy. Okay. I don't. I just don't think the Tigers can continue this way and be consistent. And you're right. Javi Baez can't be your best player. And that's what he was signed for. This is the problem with some of the Alavila moves. He was signed and given money to be your star player. Javi Baez is a good player. He could even be a great player on a good team. But he can't be the guy you build a team around. You can't have someone hitting in the low 200s, striking out as much as he does. He was an awesome role player in Chicago because he brought the energy with that team with Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo. You know, the way he slaps the tag down at second. He's an awesome player. He's exciting. But he's not, he can't be your star. He just can't be. All right. And, and some people, they, they seem to be talking some sense here. Uh, Corbin says, we can afford to trade Erod, let Harris cook like Holmes with some draft picks. And it's I, I'm seeing some of that as well. Real Cream of Wheat says, Tigers suck at trading in recent memory. Would rather him just play out the contract. What give Real Cream of Wheat, give me the logic behind that, please. Like, you have an asset who's pitching the best he's ever pitched in his career who will not be here next year no matter what will not be here like what what what's the rational let him stay let him pitch it out for what why would you get nothing when you can get something again i i'm open to it maybe it's me maybe it's on my end maybe i'm the problem i don't know but real quick wait, like i don't understand how that makes sense you need talent on this baseball team you need depth of talent. Like, it's cute what they're doing right now. It's fine. But this, this isn't, like, again, this series. And I was looking at the probables. You know, Joey Wentz, it, it, is he going to do it for you in Cleveland? Like, come on, guys. Like, it's nice. It was fun. But this isn't, this isn't real. It's not real. I'm sorry. So what are the options to fix the situation that they're in right now? Five years. Let time pass. Let Scott <laughs> Harris, who has already had more success trading than Alavila had in his entire career, let him go to work. I, I am totally comfortable. He's one for one. Veerling and Maiden are like two of your best players. Look at the numbers. And what's amazing about it, like Maiden's in like 190. And his production, he's tied for the team lead in home runs and stuff like that still. Like wow. that's still the reality. And I'm sorry, guys, I'm sorry. Like, if, I, if it sounds like I'm, like, the pissing on the parade on a Monday, like someone said, boy, Neil really hates Mondays. No, I don't. Like, I don't. It's just, and, and I know, like, a lot of you, like Killa says, you trade him either way. He'll be valuable to other teams. Like, guys, this is how this works. And Steve Eiserman did this. He did this exact same flight path. 
during the trade deadline. Put it out there and said, under no circumstances were we going to be buyers. The franchise isn't there yet. The franchise isn't there yet. To Matt, you can't, you can't just, quote, ride it out with Eduardo Rodriguez and let him play out the contract because the contract's over in October. You may consider it if the Tigers had, you know, a top five minor league system right now. But they are so far from that. This is the time where you have to build that system. This is the time. If It, it depends what, what Chris Illich really thinks about this team or, or how he's going to act with this team. It doesn't seem like he's going to be the one to spend a lot of money this offseason. What they really need is to rebuild that farm system, which has been near the bottom of the majors for years. This is where you use these players. I think we're just getting a little... Uh, um, a little faked out by the recent success. And I say recent because it is very recent. It's like just this last week. Look at the full body of work. They're, they're not a good team. They're playing some good games. But this is the time where we got to build the future. And, and really, too, like, and I, I mentioned this on Friday where I said with the Tigers, if you look at the wins, like, like the Mets series wins, okay, and any time where they've gone on a run of winning, it's been a thing like where there's been two rainouts in a row and you play like three games in 24 hours and the other team's got to bring up a guy from AAA to start a game. And you know, even Verlander's pitching his first game of the season. Scherzer's back after two weeks off. And it, you, like, you play the games, this is the pros, and they did win. Like I did see that. I did watch Verlander be the second best pitcher in the park again. Like I understand that. Chill. What? Chill. Chill on my guy. I agree with Spenny yeah. on this one. That's, that's what I heard all the time, right? Like. Yeah. Oh, they didn't support him. Oh, well, he wasn't the second best pitcher in the park when he was winning Cy Youngs and MVPs. Like, it's not like it's a regular occurrence. Unless it was the World Series. Unless it was the World Series. Okay. That's fair. See, you're, you're always reasonable, Spenmo. You always fair. take the air out of the balloon. Yeah. The bits don't work with you, but I respect it. That's fair. Because <laughs> I can't find if it's true, I can't say it's my own. Gabby, this is a very tolerant show. Mm-hmm. Big D energy. Tell. Yes. We're, we're rationed. Everyone's level-headed. We, we, we talk things out like adults or adults. Yeah. People say I'm a lot more tame on here than I am on the heavyweights. I see that in the chat a lot. I would have to agree. Yeah. All I know is that the desk is much more tame than in the morning. <laughs> yes, it is. Very different vibes. Well, I just, I just want to talk through things. You know, yeah. like, you're, you're welcome to have that opinion to let Eduardo Rodriguez play it out. Just give me the why. Based on what? Because I gave you why? my reasons. Yeah, what is the why? There's nothing that's going to happen in the next in the next 24 months. Yeah, so you know it's it's just for me, the what is it? It's three years, 16 million ish a year. That's Eduardo Rodriguez's contract. You're pitching the way he's pitching. I'm stepping out of that, and I'm and I'm going to hit up Jack Harrington's guys, the Yankees. They'll do something dumb. They'll they'll give Eduardo Rodriguez you know 120 for five years or something like that because that's the way they operate. It's the Yankees. You're absolutely stepping out of this contract. I just, I guess if anything else, it's just a public service that I'm doing for the people. Where this is what's going to happen, so be prepared. So for the let him play out his contract crowd, then what? Then what? You can let him walk for nothing. Now, this is where baseball's it's such a different game from the other sports in terms of, you know, being able to rebuild your team. The draft picks... They, you don't usually see them in the big leagues for two, three, four years. Like, this is where we're building the team four or five years down the line. And we need pieces like Eduardo, Eduardo Rodriguez to do that. We need Javi Baez to play better so we can ship him out of town too. No, you're absolutely right because, well, you, that can't be done. 
Like you, that, who's going to take that? Yeah. yeah. Well, so we need to understand where we are in the game here too, as this plays out. And this is fun, right? Like, yes, they're about three and a half out of the division lead, but they're going to Cleveland. Cleveland's been a graveyard for this team over over the last two decades. Like they they've had more success lately, but this this is big because now you're through. You got Eduardo going on Wednesday, I believe, but you're going to have some choppy seas these two games here. You're going to have to win some softball games yeah. to, to to win here. So. And, and that's it. When you start 2-9, and nine, it's just it's so hard to get back. And then games like yesterday, and look, I know everyone's like, oh, well, it's okay what happened yesterday. That sweep is, the, is what turns everything. You have to win that third game. Because instead, again, just going off the math, you improve by three games if you sweep them. You improve by one if you don't. And you had the lead, and you were up 6-3, and you have to win games that Jake Rogers hits a grand slam in. You have to. And then, the, and then the fielding circus started. And look, I'm, I'm a big Mayton guy, like I am. And he was bad in the field yesterday, too. He was bad. I'm sure he'll be the first one to tell you. But then Javi kind of finished it off, and away it went. Like, it, it was, man. Like, you just, you can't let that, you can't let that slip through your fingers, those opportunities. And I know it's one of 162, but at the same time, that's more than one of 162. I know we're going to a break, but th those are the games that tell you a lot about a team. When Jake Rogers hits that grand slam, good teams put that game away. They win that game. The Tigers just completely flopped. Yeah, no, they, they did. And look, does it wash away what they did during the week? No, it doesn't wash it away. But again, I, I feel as though everyone's being sucked up into a vacuum that's gonna end in disappointment. And I feel bad for the people from that respect. That's why you're a man of the people, just preparing <laughs> man them. of the people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sam Flannel. Yes. Haircut game. Absolutely. My second Lady Jane's read of the day, so I get to show how good my hair's been looking lately, and it's because of these wonderful stylists at Lady Jane's. And how would you like to win a new vehicle for you and a friend? That's right, a new car for you and your wife, girlfriend, or best bud, or for the love of God, Spencer frickin' Raxter. Yeah, I could use it. Absolutely. Just get to Lady Jane's and automatically register for your chance to win, courtesy of Les Stanford Buick GMC of Ferndale. Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men open seven days a week. Walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. I love Woodward Sports. Love wearing clothes. Then you should be wearing Woodward Sports clothes. Check out our full line of merch at woodwardsports.com. Just click on shop. We have all your favorite designs like Dan Campbell kneecaps, Woodward Golf, and of course, our own logo out merchandise. Men, women, infants, kids all love Woodward Sports. Impress your friends. Impress your boss. Impress your dog. Buy Woodward Sports merch today. It's a great day to get some Centron in your life. Ah, okay, okay, okay. There it is, there it is. Centron, here we go. Gotta grab the cranberry. Oh wait, it's two for four. Gotta double up with the classic as well. Centron world, baby. Centron, available at select Kroger's, and if you wanna know how, go to at centronworld.com. You get dope like me. You know what? Why wait? Great taste, guaranteed. 
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Back out of here, Big D Energy, Woodward Sports Network, Neil Rule, Matt Broder, Gabby Phillips here in the house, Sam Flannel, Spencer Raxter, of course, DMAC will be back tomorrow. Make sure you subscribe to the Big D Energy podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Spreaker, whatever, wherever you get your podcast, drop that five-star review. Five-star. Get, get the algorithms pumping. Get in front of more people. Help us out here. Do us a solid, uh, as they would say. Uh, wrapping up this Tiger discussion, Chuck Brewer says, Neil, I keep him. If you tell me Chris is writing a lot of fat checks in six months. Keep dreaming, brother. Chuck, what's going to change? What's going to change? So, I just don't see that. They, look, guys, I'll, I'll leave it at this. When they hired Tampa Bay's director of scouting from the Rays, that put in motion what the course of action is going to be. This is a this is going to be a flushing of the team financially. And I will give them this. If you want to go this route, and I called for this even before they did it. I said, you got to do this one of two ways. You got to wake up tomorrow and say, we're going to be good and do what goes along with doing that. Or you have to flush it and go get people from the Rays that can talent evaluate. Because the Rays, man, you look at what they've been doing. And I and look, that was probably, this is my guess. I don't have any inside knowledge. It's just a gut feeling I have. You know I like to follow the money, per se. It's easier to write one big check to a director of scouting than it is to write many big checks to players out there. And if you go plan B, if you go the second route where you're looking to develop talent, it's it's going to be rough. The air is going to be rough for a couple couple of years. So this is nice. And look, I'm not, I'm not ishing on you guys. Like, you want to get excited about it, get excited about it. Like, I'm not... You know, I'm not saying don't be excited about it because already we've gotten more than we've expected, especially when they were 2-9. and nine. But through all that, just temper yourself, guys, okay? And uh, big series, big series against Cleveland. Guys, I, it's, it's fitting that we have you here, you know, Gabby especially too, because Spenmo on the show sheet came up with a very, very good question. And I think it's the, the, the $64,000 question for... Lions fans out there. It's a very the specific Lions number. Fans. What's that? So that's a very specific number. It's an old person show. Oh, okay. I was told. Uh, um, Spemo wanted to know, and Gabby, I'll go to you first on this one. Did the flat out bottom line? Did the Lions do enough to address the defense in the draft? As as we've let all this settle, put you on the spot. Did they do enough? Right here, right now. Going into this year, I think they did enough. I think they did enough for 
for where they were at going into the draft. Do I think it is going to be enough moving forward? Okay. But I think it is a good start for addressing what they needed to this year. Because I, I wonder about that. And Real Cream of Wheat says, I don't think so. And I guess the question, what it boils down to, Matt, is for me, I had two simple requests going into the draft. You guys know it well. Number one, don't give up 300 yards of rushing and a half against a team. Number two, make every team you play this year punt at least once. Those were because they both happened in the opposite direction last year and it ended up costing you a playoff berth. I, I don't know how I feel about it. Even now, like as I recreate, I'm warming up to the Jack Campbell thing. I'm, I'm told that he's going to contribute, especially, you know, against the run and things like that. Right here, right now, did they do enough to you? I don't think so. At least that's what my gut's telling me. What I do think is that the, the draft selection, what Brad Holmes did to get Broderick Martin, giving up three picks to go get him, I think it, it both tells you what he feels about that player, which is probably higher than what other GMs around the NFL feel. I also think it shows the level of confidence he has in the defensive line developing from last year. I, we've got these guys like Bugs and McNeil and Aiden Hutchinson, James Houston, um, even Benito Jones coming into uh, uh, that de- building out that defensive line with John Scott Jr., their new uh, defensive line coach. I think they feel that those guys are going to take a much bigger step than maybe we all believe. And so prioritizing the defensive tackle spot, which is something I, I thought needed to be addressed early. I think a lot of people did. Prioritizing that wasn't as much of a priority as we thought. And I think he went to Jack Campbell to solidify that a little bit. But, but I don't know. I, I, my gut is telling me right now that they haven't. WilbertSports.com and chat poll, did the Lions do enough to address the defense? Yes, no, or should have drafted Grandpa Joe? Um, no, because it's apparent that character is important. That's, that's a good point. I, I think one thing we know about the Lions, Spenmo, is character's important. And if character's important, I believe Grandpa Joe was never on their draft Never board. on the board. He, he's a guy that abandoned oh, his family. He's a guy yeah. that, you know, you can't trust him. He probably lied in his interviews like he lied about the fizzy lifting drink. Never on the board. N- never on the board. Daniel Bridger, WoodSports.com chat thread. I think the moves Holmes made so far in the offseason shows the faith he has in last year's starters and the improvements they made towards the end of the season. And, Daniel, look, like my kind of answer to the question I just went around the room and asked is along those lines because I feel as though when you look at the people that were coming back, Interior, because I, 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 was the, I was driving the Jalen Carter bandwagon. If I wasn't driving, I was definitely sitting shotgun. I was working the GPS, all of it. For me, I was, I was on that train also. They, I wanted to see something on the interior. They address a little bit later on, as, as you talked about. But still, through all that, I do believe, and this one took a minute to kind of go back and recreate it and see where everything was. As, as I looked at it, I'm, I've come to that conclusion too, Daniel, where, you know, the Josh Pascals and bringing Bugs back and Kaminsky, that's, that's everyone's favorite stat, right? They were 9-3 and three when Frank Kaminsky played, you know? So, I mean, maybe he does feel that. I, I think that he honestly thinks we, we're good, we get guys, and, and the injury, you know, the injury thing sways back and forth, right? You'll, you'll lose some guys this year that you weren't planning on losing that you didn't lose last year you'll get some guys back from last year that you didn't necessarily have 
I think when you boil it all down, he does trust the depth he has at the defensive line. I do. I agree. I agree. And I think that's why he waited till the what was it the end of the third round to go get Broderick Martin. Yes. I agree. And it, it was a lot, too. It, it was a lot. Um, Cujo Bob says, you don't draft Jalen Carter because his coaches hated him. LOL. I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't go that far. I think that they enjoyed, you know, national titles and things like that. Having the best defense in football. <laughs> you know, 100, you know, top three-round draft picks off the defense. I, I think that's a little aggressive. Um, Real Cream of Wheat says, Grandpa Joe was driving the car that Jalen Carter got busted in for speeding. Yeah, and he said he wasn't even at the scene. Yep. It's the kind of guy he is. Yeah, he said he was bedridden. Gabby, do you, do you get that vibe when you're down in Ellen Park? Like, when, when you hear the conversation move towards defensively, mm-hmm. and, and you were there for everything. You were there 24-7 during yep. the draft weekend. And I know the question came up, and it was probably phrased multiple ways, where people asked and said, do you feel like you did enough? Why did you pass on certain guys? Which is another way of saying, do you feel you did enough? And, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. When the conversation went that way, did you get that vibe? Did you get that feeling where it's kind of along my thought, where we're kind of cool with the guys we got in the room? Did you get that or not? 100%. Going into the draft, Holmes touched on the sophomores. He touched on the sophomores in the defense. Was it one of those things, too, where he went out of his way to bring that up, or he just took advantage of a lane that was it, given it to was, him? It was a question asked, and okay. he went down that path, but he specifically called out individuals by name, and he touched on how confident he felt going into the draft and obviously this is one of those things that you look at it and you're like hindsight's 2020 obviously he brought them up and now you look at our draft picks and you're like okay so he is really confident in them he does believe in the people that he has in place um and he seemed very cool as a cucumber coming out of the draft it went exactly the way that he wanted it to was there was there some adjustments? Yes. But he did say going into the draft, there needed to be flexibility. They had to be flexible. He was prepared to be flexible because it was a different draft. He kept saying that over and over and over again, and that they would take the best players for them. And I think Holmes did just that. Uh, Tim France says, okay, hey, Grandpa Joe's from Willy Wonka, you bozo. So there's out there too. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, we're, we're big anti-Grandpa Joe's. Maybe the most villainous villain in the history of movies. He He's is. up there. That guy was a dick, It's man. like Grandpa Joe, Hannibal Lecter. Like, uh, absolutely. At least he's got a code. Like Grandpa Joe just does whatever he wants. Yeah, dude. And he doesn't care. Because remember, he's got a golden ticket. Remember when he took over the song, it's not Charlie wanted and I'm writing his coattails as I've got a golden yeah. ticket. And no, Grandpa Joe. You didn't go by the chocolate bar and open it up. Uh, you did not have a golden you're ticket. You too busy eating stewed cabbage in your bed like right. a chump. Like a chump, not contributing to the bottom yeah. line. Meanwhile, Charlie's out there selling papers all day long. Yeah. Well, think about this. Charlie's mom is so despondent by Charlie's <laughs> despair that she sings a song called Cheer Up, Charlie. It goes out of her way at work, and she doesn't even get the invite. It's Grandpa Joe who's like, I've got the golden ticket. You don't got shit. <laughs> He's a terrible person. Terrible. God, man. S- Sandy, who was here in the house today, says Grandpa Joe's a sweet old uh, grandfather uh, <laughs> that took Charlie to the chocolate factory. Joe loved his grandchild. No, Sandy. Grandpa Joe loved Grandpa Joe. Yeah. And that is it, and that is all. Grandpa Joe had no love for anybody else in that house. All he cared about was himself. Dude's a dick, bottom line. Yeah, for sure. Terrible human being. The end of his life was coming. You can't blame him. He wanted to live out his dreams. 
at Charlie's expense. Charlie still got to live out his dreams too, to an At extent. At Charlie's expense, Charlie was out. Charlie was rewarded for being a good person. Grandpa Joe just took advantage of a situation like the and, dick. And that none he is. of those other chaperones didn't. No. Oh. Absolutely not. Violet's mom. Yeah, but Violet was like, they were, they were properly connected. At I'll least say Violet's like. mom produced for her family and didn't pretend to be bedridden until he gets a golden <laughs> yeah, ticket. Like, yeah, when you start saying, let's, and let, Gabby, let's not do that. Let's not start stacking up resumes of everybody else because you know how that's going to end. It'd be fair to just do a little bit of a comparison. Grandpa Joe made eye contact with Augustus when he was drowning that, in a river of chocolate. Made eye contact. What a child drowned. Yeah, and if he had a cigarette, would have just dropped it on the ground and stepped on it and turned around and walked away. Hate Didn't he encourage thing. Charlie to drink the fizzy juice? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. 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 Let's, take, let's take a drink. Nobody's looking. Let's stay behind. <laughs> yeah. No, no no question about it. Uh, Tim France says Violet needed to lay off the child. We're not going down that road, Tim <laughs> France. They're children, for Christ's sake. What's wrong with some of you guys out there, man? Neil Rule here for Cintron, the official energy drink of the Detroit Red Wings. Right now, you can get it. That's right. Exclusive offer for Woodward Sports fans. Get the Red Wings six-pack sampler. You can try it all. The great-tasting cranberry, classic, and sugar-free. Just 15 bucks, free shipping, right to your house. Boom. There it is. If you haven't tried it yet, people I know, man, it's moving up their draft board. It's safe to say about that. Go to drinkcintron.com slash Woodward again. DrinkCentron.com slash Woodward, 15 bucks, free shipping. You can give them all a spin. Exclusively served at Little Caesars Arena and Keyworth Stadium. We've seen Darren McCarty smashing them at both venues. You can too. Cranberry is probably the best tasting one. I'm not going to lie to you guys. So there it is. DrinkCentron.com slash Woodward. Give it a spin. Drink it. Live it with Cintron. We don't like to brag that we are the toughest sports network in Detroit. But we do have a guy named Darren McCarty on our side. Lemieux and McCarty, who've had a good knockdown drag up. There they go, right on the wall. Oh, baby, talking to one another. Woodward Sports. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The sports marketing agency would not be who we are without great community partners like Higuera Health and Carol Zaniga. It's an awesome opportunity to partner with your organization. Higuera Health is a, a comprehensive behavioral health organization. We serve children through older adults with mental health, substance use, and uh, developmental disabilities across Western Wayne counties and really excited to now be in Downriver communities as well. Give us a call at 734-458. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Back at it, Big D Energy, Woodward Sports Network, Neil Rule. We got Matt Broder, Gabby Phillips here in the house as well. We got some uh, ancillary lion stuff we are going to get to. Certainly some NHL draft lottery, whoever it is that you pray to or ask for good luck or you know, good karma, as D-Mac would say. D-Mac kind of gave you the game plan last week before he went away, but he'll be back tomorrow. And uh, the the trajectory of the franchise could certainly be altered with, with a stroke of good fortune tonight. And I, I'm going to let you guys, especially the Michigan hockey elite, break it down for me. You know, you're Adam Fantilli. Is this just another 2C or, or what it is? So, you know, we'll... We'll get into it. I'll get you the updated like pick odds and things like that. And real quick too, before we get into it, Spenmo, you know that if the Panthers bounce the Maple Leafs, the Islanders draft pick that the Red Wings own slots up slots one slot. Slots up one. That's what it's all about. Panthers out here doing the Lord's work for Red Wings. Look at that. Absolutely. It, it, as if you need one, which you don't. But that's even another thing too. Get on board. Red Wings fans. Florida Panthers finish this off. Red Wings pick that they got from the Islanders. Bumps up, I believe, from 18 to 17 or from 17 to 16. Let me see real quick. It goes from... Let me see. Draft order. I just can't I just believe we have right. to wait until Wednesday. I know, to right? To see what happens. I know. Uh, it will go from 18 to 17. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. Nice job, Maple Leafs. Uh, Mike G, who's worse at their job, Alavila or Grandpa Joe? Uh, Grandpa Joe was very good at his job. He didn't job. have a job. He was he so was good. good at his job, laying in bed. Yeah, yeah. being a bum. Being until, a bum. Until it was time to crip walk to the Willy Wonka chocolate factory. He hit factory. the gritty yeah. into the chocolate factory. <laughs> what a second life. So excited. It's not a second life. Brought it was him, him jumping on an opportunity. It was his moment to capitalize. Yeah. And it was contrived. And he, he had this. He had it all lined up. F that guy, man. For The more we talk about it, the more... It, every it day, pisses me yeah, off. Yeah, it does. For real. <laughs> okay, but who would you want to have seen go with Charlie to the chocolate his factory father. if it wasn't the grandpa? Anybody else. His mother. Anybody else. I'd rather see him go solo. Than to go with that, that wasn't deadbeat allowed. They have bum. To have to, they have to have a chaperone. He's a deadbeat bum. Hmm. Facts. He's dirty. He's dirty. Yeah. You ain't gotta go home, but you gotta get up out of here. Bye. And oh, now, Gabby, I want you to know what you're doing to yourself right here, yeah. and your reputation in sports media in this town. <laughs> Austin <laughs> says, and I'll and I'll say it the way I think Austin meant to say this. Austin says. Looks like we got a Grandpa Joe defender here. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> he was alerting the masses. Matt, where are you on Grandpa Joe? Advocate. He's one of the worst characters in all of cinematic movie history. Smart man. Grandpa Joe, we just want to talk. Yeah, for sure. We just want to talk. I'll make sure you don't leave that bed next time, Grandpa Joe. 
Make sure those legs aren't working. <laughs> what are you doing? We'll take care of that. Yeah. He pre-ordered one of those villain sweatshirts. Yeah. yeah. He's ready. Yeah, Grandpa Joe. You think you think you're having trouble walking now? Yeah. We wait, just want to talk. Wait until we get our hands on you, Grandpa <laughs> Joe. <laughs> um, yep. So, Gabby. But roasted. Just be careful. We got a Grandpa It sounds like you're a Grandpa Joe sympathizer. No. Hard pass. He's playing devil's advocate. You know, it, it wouldn't be a fun show if we were all on one side. Shane Sandrock, Grandpa Joe is an FSU fan per sources. <laughs> Is he going to be? Is he going to walk like out with him. the captains during the uh, the game against? You guys are playing Florida again this he, year, right? He's coming out on the horse. <laughs> he is throwing. I'm sure he can ride it all of a sudden. He was on a bed for 20 years, but give him a chance to ride the horse out at an FSU game to the 50 yard line, and all of a sudden it'll be, be like he's riding Barbaro in yeah. the uh, Kentucky yeah. Derby. Oh, you suck. Exactly. Yeah. So there it is. Uh, Mike G, who's more of a bully, Grandpa Joe or Daniel Larusso? I, I've seen that. I've been, I didn't understand the Daniel Larusso hate, but we're not we're not going to do that one. Oh, I I hate Daniel Larusso. Who's Daniel Larusso? Karate Kid. Is that the sweep the leg guy? Yeah. They, what? No, he's doing his job. Come on. Ralph <laughs> Macho is the real villain of that. If you... Thank you. Yeah. Because Ralph Macho is Daniel Larusso. Oh, he is. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike Mike G wants to know: Does Grandpa Joe love crab legs, Gabby? I don't know. You'd have to ask Grandpa Joe. I don't speak for Grandpa Joe. Well, we'll never get that chance. Conveniently, he passed away in 1981. He's so somebody has to advocate for him. He can't advocate for himself. So I'm just helping him out a little bit. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. He's definitely not paying for the crab legs. It, <laughs> definitely not. I guess definitely he died not. at his home in Hollywood Hills, by the way. Mm. Of course. Yeah. wonder who paid for that house. It wasn't him. It was on the back of Charlie, Charlie. for sure. No doubt. Yeah. He probably did end up stealing that chocolate factory, selling it, and then bought that house. Got distribution rights yeah. to some of the Wonka chocolate or things like that. Yep. I'm sure I'm sure he did. All right. Back to football. Enough. <laughs> Great segue. What? <laughs> <laughs> Every time Spenmo brings it up, like it's, I get more angry. Yeah, I completely I, derailed. And then I get angry and he gets angry. I feel yeah. the fire burning, honestly. <laughs> like for real. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He gets me going. Um... Nine Drinks says, Gabby would make a great wife. She'd let you lay in bed for 20 years before, before you ever had to go do anything. <laughs> you know what? Just because I say it's okay for Grandpa Joe doesn't mean that it would be okay That's for fair. you. That's fair. So, so there you have it. Um, Lions backfield. How good are they? Like, like for real. And, and I think this got lost in the wash for me, certainly, on draft night because I think we were all stunned. When we were, out there, we were all at Fifth Avenue, and it was a good night. It was a good night. Uh, to recap, Spencer Raxter ended up in a fight on Main Street. Yeah, in the streets. He was fighting in the streets, literally. Um, Burns says Gabby is understanding but fair. I don't know about all that. We got, we got our eyes on you, Gabby. A little Gabby. too That's understanding. It. A little too understanding. I, I think it got lost in the wash a little bit, Matt. Like, once, the, the, once I got over being stunned from the pick, which, again... I liked it more than most because my line is they got paid to do it. They got compensated to do it. They moved up to the, the second pick in the second round. Like, they, they obtained capital to do it. So I didn't have the huge problem with it that some might. But through that being said, 
And by the way, 59% of you say that the Lions did do enough to address the defense. 28% said no, and 12% say they should have drafted Grandpa Joe. And that's probably the Jalen Carter crowd because character, obviously, is not an issue <laughs> for them. Um, Gabby, you're not hiding that you're related to Grandpa Joe, are you? Ooh. No comment. Okay. Anyway, though, getting back to it, we're gonna get to, we're gonna land the plane eventually. How good, how good is it? How good is this backfield? It's like, tricky. Like, is is this like, is this like a top five room? Is this a top ten room? Now I know that that's gonna lie heavily on Jameer Gibbs because the other guys that are there are more known entities. We know what David Montgomery is. I'm a big fan. Love David Montgomery. But they, like, ceiling, they do have the ability to be a top five room, running back room. Do they or do they not? I definitely think so. It, it's, it's a hard question to answer because we all, we all think Jameer Gibbs is going to be a great, great pro. We all hope that's going to happen here in Detroit. But it hasn't been proven yet. We know David Montgomery was an upgrade over Jamal Williams. But is he that direct replacement? I'm, I'm focusing more on, on Mo Ibrahim, our, our undrafted free agent, who... He got the money that, that tells us he's going to compete for a roster spot, but is he the one that takes over those goal line, goal line uh, um, carries? I, I don't know how it all works yet. I, I'm, I'm very optimistic. Are they the top five running back duo? Top five running back room even? They have the ceiling to be. That's fair. Yeah, yes, yeah. Because I think Jameer Gibbs has one of the highest ceilings maybe in the league yeah. outside of, outside of B. John Robinson maybe. And, and look, like we know what David Montgomery is. We've seen it. We haven't seen it behind Panay Sewell. True. We haven't seen it behind Taylor Decker. I, I'm curious to know, and Spemo, you, you and I are both big Montgomery guys. Mm -hmm. Does that alter the britches a little bit to, to think about that? With, with the style that Montgomery runs, man, because he's a hard runner. Yeah. Does, does it alter the britches a little bit to think about that, Montgomery running behind that line? Oh, yeah, most certainly. And I talked about this on Heavyweights a little bit about, like, Dan five to Campbell. Seven. Five to seven, Heavyweights, check it out. Great show. Well, I know the guys on the desk, they're pretty good. But they do a lot of different things stylistically between David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. And I looked at it as Dan Campbell building what he saw worked in his last stop in New Orleans. That Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara-esque backfield where two guys both went over 1,000 all-purpose yards, both had huge impacts on the game. Like, that could easily be what he's building here with David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs, kind of a lightning and thunder combination to do multiple different things, both be heavily involved in the offense and help them stead that running attack for a long time. And it's interesting you bring that up, right? Two guys with over 1,000 yards all-purpose in the backfield. Mm -hmm. Hasn't been done here yeah. since Reggie Bush. And Joyke Bell. Joyke Bell, yeah. Multiple weapons. <laughs> Absolutely. It's interesting because in Holmes' interview with 20 Men that came out last week, they spent a decent amount of the conversation regarding Gibbs talking about pairing him up with Montgomery. So I think that is definitely at play in this situation moving forward. If they're going to spend half of his whole section that they were talking about him on his potential relationship with Montgomery – you know that's where their mind is shifting to. And also, too, you have to take into account, like as, as far as the Lions go, what they've done in terms of spending capital on the running back position. You know, the cap numbers are still small, but they significantly increase the amount of capital that they are spending in the running back. So, so Matt, I will go a step further with it to say, look, like, I know we're still in the romanticism phase, like with the Lions and stuff like that. 
But there will be, when this season starts, for me, when I watch this team, there will be, uh, I will watch it kind of like a, like a Javi Baez perspective to say, you know what? You're getting a lot. So you do need to perform. And if you do not, then there then there's a problem. Fair. Fair. We'll see right from the beginning of the season how they use these two guys together. And and again, that's that's my issue. Like when we were talking about the Tigers earlier, my my problem with Javi Baez is that, right? $25 million a year guy who's mid. Less than mid if you go by the analytics. Less than mid. You're actually better off without him and somebody else than you are with him. It's flannel. Hey, I mean, he had one of the one of the worst seasons I can remember from a prize free agent last season. He doesn't get on base, but to be fair, he's a little bit improved this year, but I know what you mean. Although, I think mentioning Javi Baez and the Lions backfield in the same sentence is a little bit insulting to the Lions backfield, just for the record. Yeah, uh, real quick, Stephen Baffey says, Montgomery is a side grade. He does not get 40-yard runs. Jamal had four of them. He also gets about half the 20-yard runs Jamal did. In one year. In one year. Jamal Williams is a career backup before he got put behind the Lions offensive line. Fucking get over this love affair with the guy. I'm sorry. If he was that good, he would have got a good contract. The NFL knows what he is. He was forced to be RB1 in an offense with a fantastic offensive line and a great play caller in Ben Johnson. If he did it with Jamal Williams, who is a career backup, you don't think he can do it with a guy who has four years consistently over 1,000 all-purpose yards. Stop it. I love it when I don't have to do the dirty work. Um, and I'll save you the dirty work, too. Lunch. I got the play for you. Yeah, I was talking about this with my buddy yesterday who, uh, who was at, at our family function. He's like, Neil, is Cousin Maine Lobster really that good? I was like, bro, I, if you don't ever listen to anything I say in my life ever again, which my wife has already stopped doing that. Yeah. But if you don't, this is the one thing I'm telling you. I said, dude, go. Go there. And he's like, okay. He downloaded the app on the spot. Download the app. Download the app. Scan the QR code. Do whatever you can. But you do got to get there and find it. Because Woodward Sports is brought to you by Cousins Van Lobster Detroit. Check out their food trucks rolling around the city. Offering the tastiest lobster rolls, lobster tacos, and more. Go to CousinsMainLobster.com and search locations to find their Detroit schedule or download the app, order ahead, and earn points. You can even scan that QR code right there and figure out where they are rolling around the city. Make sure you check out Cousins Main Lobster. Love Woodward Sports. Love wearing clothes. Then you should be wearing Woodward Sports clothes. Check out our full line of merch at woodwardsports.com. Just click on shop. We have all your favorite designs, like Dan Campbell kneecaps, Woodward Golf, and of course, our own logoed out merchandise. Men, women, infants, kids all love Woodward Sports. Impress your friends. Impress your boss. Impress your dog. Buy Woodward Sports merch today. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. 
At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Introducing the Planet Fitness Guide to Getting That Post Workout Glow. Step one What's your why? More epic energy? Better sleep? Blow off steam? Step two. Join Planet Fitness for just $10 a month and get moving in our clean and spacious clubs. Step three, bask in that post-workout glow. Join Planet Fitness today for just $10 a month. Join today at any of the 50-plus Detroit area locations. A ton of fun, a ton of sports, and a ton of man meat. Welcome to the Woodward Heavyweights, live daily 5 to 7 p.m. on Woodward Sports. It's a new year, so let Guardian Alarm offer you customized solutions from real experts. Their professional technicians take the time to recommend security and automation solutions specific to your needs. They also have 24-7 professional monitoring. You can call them anytime, day or night, and know a Guardian Alarm team member will stay on the phone as long as needed. And of course, they have technology backed by people. Your safety and security deserves technology. It's been proven to work, and people who have been proven to care even care about sand flannels, flannels. How many straight days of flannel protection? 271. 271. I remember when we were in the mid-teens. Oh, how the time flies. But if you want that kind of protection, call them at 1-800. Stay out. That's 1-800. Stay out. One more time for the people in the back. Call them at 1-800. Stay Stay out. out. Stay out of Twitter, Steph Curry fans. Stop blaming the refs. You lost by 30. Stay out of the NHL playoffs, Toronto. Oh, wait, you do that on your own. You don't need Guardian Alarm for that. Ooh, you heard it here first. Make sure you call Guardian Alarm and tell them Big D Energy sent you. Coming up to the second hour of the show, Big D Energy, Woodward Sports Network, Neil Rule, Gabby Phillips. We also have Matt Broder here in the house, Sam Flannel, Spencer Raxter, all of you, WoodwardSports.com chat thread. Nick Pancone says, Spenmo getting hot. Uh, LFG says, Raxual. So there, there you go. <laughs> that's what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about. I, I love it. it. You, you said it perfectly. Yeah. That, that's exactly where I'm at. This Jamal Williams love affair. Hey, I know we all love the anime and the hoodies and introing his name and the little anime terms and stuff like that. But guess what? He's gone. And David Montgomery's a better player. And David Montgomery's better. So stop sitting by the window waiting for dad to come back home from going out getting a carton of milk. He ain't coming back. (laughs) It's only because of Hard Knocks. Because they were able to reach fans that didn't have a full understanding of the game of football, didn't have that background knowledge of football and his skills and his skill set and his abilities but they bought into him because of his personality so I think it's almost harder for people to step away when you're bought in because of the person that he is no no I I get it I I I understand it and everybody loved him but this is professional sports everybody he's gone goodbye sir not coming back good day he's not coming back good day sir yeah uh, Spemo, did you get that thing I sent over I did, to you? I did. So check this out. I, I love this stuff I get from text and social media. <laughs> there is a T-shirt out there apparently uh, with Grandpa Joe, and it says Grandpa Joe sucks. Somebody send me a two X to Wilbur Sports, please. <laughs> I love it. Grandpa Joe sucks. So oh, hell yeah! Apparently, it's a movement that it we started. We started this movement. Yes. We've done many, many things that have brought about great change, positive change in the community. And shining the light on Grandpa Joe, I believe, is just another in the long, Might be long the best. List. Might be the best. For, for the people, yes. Yeah. Because I don't want to see him get any credit. Not for Grandpa Joe. Um, real quick, I don't know if you guys saw this NBA playoffs last night. 
Uh, the whole Jokic dealio with Matt Ishbia in the crowd, that kind of stuff. I, I can't for the life of me. I, I saw Matt Ishbia go full soccer player, right? <laughs> you guys saw it. Oh, yeah. You got, Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I can't believe that I've seen on social media. There's like a groundswell of Jokic should be suspended and, and all that kind of stuff. And somebody said, what, well, if this were Draymond Green, what would happen? Spamo, you're a Draymond guy. Spartan dog. Mm-hmm. Spartan dog. Get his money. So is Matt Ishbia. Spartan dog. Spartan has dog. his money. Has his money. He's <laughs> spending his money. He's spending his money. Where, where, are, you, where are you, Spamo, with it? You, oh. you know it shouldn't be suspended, right? I mean, duh. I, I think it was kind of, but you can't do that. Like, for per the letter of the law, yes, he should be suspended a game. Do I want him to be? No. It's, eh. But, like. You can't do that. It doesn't matter if it was the owner. It doesn't matter if it was Grandpa Joe. It doesn't matter if it was a random fan. He gave a guy a forearm shiver to the neck that was sitting in the front row. Yes, he sold it, but you can't do that, even if you are the two, two-time MVP. And I'm cool. Matt Ishbia, that's riding for his team. Yeah, he wants Jokic to be suspended. Ooh, he shook my neck, my back. Like, that's exactly, if he wasn't Who's rich, I'd be I'd be, I'd be in court if I wasn't Matt Ishbia, the owner and a billionaire. I'm in court with Jokic today, getting my check. You kidding me? That's on live TV, front row. Oh, give me that MVP money, big dog. <laughs> and for those that don't know, so here's a deal. And you guys know, uh, I'm a Jokic sim. So obviously, I, I don't think that there should be any suspension for the two-time, two-time league MVP. Um, that that being said. I know what Jokic is doing. So I watch an inordinate amount of Denver Nuggets basketball, probably more than most. And what I love about Jokic is not only how he's like a unicorn center that can run an offense through like the point guard spot and has triple doubles on the regular. And when his team loses flannel, he still scores 51 points. So it wasn't his fault. It's not his fault. Absolutely. What Jokic will do, I love how cerebral he is. He's, he's an excellent passer and all that stuff. And I've seen him do this before. When the ball goes into the crowd, because one of the Suns players was out of bounds too, he wants to get the ball, get it to the ref, and go. Like, he wants to go. Any opportunity for weakness, he wants to go. And that was what, that's why he came running over to get the basketball. He came running over to get the ball because he wanted to go. Ishbia was the one that was holding it. Like, that's the way... That's the way that all worked. He wanted the basketball so he could go. Ishbia was interfering with play. Was interfering with play, Spenmo. There's a guy in his lap. He was interfering with play. It's his play. He can interfere with it. It's his house. He was interfering with play. And you still can't... Was, was, he didn't, he didn't was body check him into the ground or anything like that. No, it was, it was weak and it was a flop, but he still okay. put his arm into his neck. Barely like, touched him. As, I mean... If it were Grandpa Joe, he should have snapped his wrist in half yes, and took the basketball. Yes, for sure. Just clocked him in the face, like Steven Jackson style. 100%. <laughs> I don't know. I just I wanted, to, I wanted to touch on it just real quick. I wasn't going to make a big deal about it. Nobody wants to see him suspended, right? No. No. <laughs> I just want to know how this conversation would change if it was just a regular fan. If it was just a regular fan sitting courtside, how this conversation would be different. And would they have reacted... Well, the way he did. Well, well, the dude that was with Ish, the dude that was there, he got he got relocated, right? 
That was my understanding. Yep. The other guy that was involved that yeah. made contact with that Jokic. That got in Jokic's face, yeah. That's a real one, though. And we're not talking about him. Well, we are now, but well, it's not the start of the conversation. And, and then that was it. I wouldn't want to... That guy's got some balls. Like, I wouldn't try to flex on Jokic. Have you seen his brothers? You saw them go after the Morrises? Like, they're you Serbians, bro. You don't want those <laughs> yeah, problems. Like, I'm good with that. <laughs> Giant Serbians? Like, no, I'll just... I'll just sit here and drink my drink. Yeah, so um, it is. Uh, Shad216 says, is Gabby plotting something devious? I don't know. She's Always. a Grandpa Joe sympathizer. <laughs> we know that. So so I don't know. Always plotting. You are. Um, yeah, so for me, I don't want to see it, obviously. But again, you know, I'm a Jokic simp. But uh, with all that being said, Ishbia was interfering with play. Because Jokic has the right to get the basketball, get it to the ref, and go, which is what he wanted to do. So I haven't heard anybody bring that up. I just want everybody to know that when they have these little discussions. Could have just asked nicely. HBO, give me ball. Instead of ripping <laughs> it out of his hand. Well, he had already had somebody get in his face. Yeah, that's true. They're not suspending him. They can't. They can't. Well, they suspended KD, or they suspended Draymond during the finals when he was going to win finals MVP. So LeBron could have his ultimate comeback. And why did they suspend him, Spenny? So LeBron could win. No, why did they suspend him? What he was, kicked what, somebody in the nuts. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a, that's a little bit On the court, different. that wasn't a fan. Uh, Chuck Brewer says, Neil, Gabby's going to have Grandpa Joe at the desk with you soon. You will come up missing. I welcome that. Actually, it won't be Grandpa. Neil isn't on the show tomorrow. You know why. Um... <laughs> That is scary looking, man. That's fair. I'm not saying specifics. I just want to do my job and go home. Like that's that's all I want to do. I don't Justice want to come up Joe. missing or anything like that. Justice for Joe. <laughs> I do want one of those Grandpa Joe sucks T-shirt though. Um, I do. People pleaser. If an owner wants someone suspended for that, they will. It doesn't seem like Ishbia is going to the press, going to press that he flopped though. LOL. Um, yeah, you know, I, I don't think Ishbia wants that. Everyone's just going to agree to yeah. walk away. Oh, yeah. You know, like because if that happens, then people are going to go back and say, well, this, this is the reason that everything played out this way. It's because of this one suspension. Because if he decided to flop, then it's not going to be because of their skills. It's going to be because of him overreacting. Uh, real quickly, too, I know that we had messages on our WoodwardSports.com chat thread, uh, like from Jack Harrington, that said, people watch the NBA. Uh, Jack, they do. They absolutely do. Uh, you catch Devin Booker's act, though, over the last two He's games? He's been balling. It's like 33 of 43 from the field or something like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, That doesn't man. make sense. He, they needed it, though. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what got him back, man. Mm-hmm. And look, you know this, Flannel, and I'm just going to lay the seeds this before we cut to the break. If the Suns do come back and win, or dare I say win a title, they will say, oh, KD, man. Kate, dude. Devin Booker saved their ass. I'll tell you what, Devin Booker, what's he averaging in this playoffs? Like 37 on 60% shooting and over 50% from three. Devin Booker has been, he's having a run right now that is reminiscent of those phenomenal MJ or LeBron runs. Right now, he looks like the best player in the world. That's not who he is, but he has been that phenomenal, historically good. You know who looked like the best player in the world in the fourth quarter? Landry Shamit. Landry Shamit. Ah, oh, that was killing me. Wichita State guy. Ah, uh, shout out to James Harden. Shout out to James. Yes. Oh, yeah, he balled too. He did. Saved the MVP's ass yesterday. <laughs> he did. He did. 
You guys can say what you want. Factual. He he did. He he, he saved, owed he his saved team their though life. for game two and three. Just saying, just for the record. Yeah. What's that? He owed his team for the game two and game three performances. Just for the record. Holding a grudge flannel. Yeah. I'm not holding a grudge. I'm just saying that like you know James Harden did have he had two historically great games, two of the right. best playoff games of his career, with two like terrible games. So you would say between. he won two games. Yeah. How many did the MVP win? This series, none. Okay. At some point, like you got to be an MVP, right? That's fair. <laughs> Playoff Embiid is a problem for real. It really is. Okay. You know what's not a problem? Strawberry Fest at yeah. Big Boy. It's oh, back. Yeah. You can try some classic breakfast items: the strawberry hotcakes or the mouth-watering red velvet waffle. If you're not a breakfast person, I am not. So I would roll like this, like I have in the past: the strawberry bacon chicken wrap or the refreshing summer splash salad dessert. That's the point of Strawberry Fest. That's what made this into existence. The classic strawberry pie. Hard stop right there. But if you're somebody like DMAC, deep fried vanilla Oreos. You can get those in addition. Or the strawberry hot fudge cake. All of that and more. Strawberry Fest. Get to your local big boy today. I love Woodward Sports. Love wearing clothes. Then you should be wearing Woodward Sports clothes. Check out our full line of merch at woodwardsports.com. Just click on shop. We have all your favorite designs like Dan Campbell kneecaps, Woodward Golf, and of course, our own logo out merchandise. Men, women, infants, kids all love Woodward Sports. Impress your friends. Impress your boss. Impress your dog. Buy Woodward Sports merch today. into any Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men for an award-winning haircut experience and automatically enter for your chance to win not one, but two vehicles of your choice, courtesy of Les Stanford Buick GMC of Ferndale. That's right, two cars, one for you, one for your wife, your girlfriend, or your best bud. Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men, open seven days a week. Walk in anytime, sign in, sit down, watch your favorite team play, and before you know it, your hair will be game ready. Let one of our talented, award-winning stylists make you look handsome and clean. Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men, it's wicked awesome. I got it. Big D Energy, Woodward Sports Network. Uh, just saw Matt Ishbia's tweet, by the way. He said suspending anybody would, would not be right. In effect, I'm not quoting it directly, but that's basically the message. So the owner spoke. The league will react accordingly. And I just I wanted to get out in front of that before there were any uh, any clown takes on that. Neil Roll back here with Gabby Phillips, Matt Broder as well. We have Sam Flannel and Spencer Raxter. DMAC will be back tomorrow. Flannel with uh, the beats. What's that? Flannel has the beats. He too. does, man. He drops the beats on there. No question about that. couple minutes, we are going to get into the NHL draft thing. I did have a theoretical, though, for everybody. And I'm curious to see because I know it's a good question. A, when I don't have, like, a gut answer, like an instinct answer. And then B, when I kind of flip-flop on it and go back and forth. Very good work by you, though, Spend more on I this do what one. I, I do what I can. Again, very basic, but I love it. Who's under more pressure to perform in year one? Jameer Gibbs or Jack Campbell? This is a great, great, great question. Matt, gut answer, snap answer. Jameer Gibbs. Why? Because we traded DeAndre Swift for him. We drafted him so early in the draft. You know, people say the positional value. I think he can make the biggest difference for the offense, too. I think he can take it to that next level. So I think, I think there's a lot riding on him in his rookie year. Gabby. Gibbs. Why? One, the positional value, and that being such a big conversation, and everyone is already putting him in the hole because of it. Um, I also just think Campbell is more of a Dan Campbell guy. 
and I think that will help him going into this year and I think that will solidify him as a part of the Lions where I think Gibbs has a little bit more to prove and he's walking into a tougher situation than Campbell. Flannel. I'm going to go with Jack Campbell on this one. I mean, we had the discussion earlier, did the Lions do enough to address their defense as a whole? And Matt, you said that they didn't. But their biggest shining prize out of this draft when it comes to defense, along with Brian Branch, was Jack Campbell. And Jack Campbell is walking into a linebacking core that was weak, where Alex Anzalone and Malcolm Rodriguez are really the only ones you got. Malcolm Rodriguez is obviously very promising as a rookie. Alex Anzalone had a damn good season. But I think Jack Campbell has to come in and be the best linebacker on the team from day one on a defense which, as a whole, was poor. It had a lot, it played a lot better the last 10 games, but the offense we don't talk about this enough, was a top five offense the whole year, even without Jameer Gibbs. Obviously, he was in college then. So to me, it is Jack Campbell. Spamo. I'm with Sam Flannel. I think it's Jack Campbell. It's like he needs to fix the defense. He was the big piece that was brought in to be that guy to fix the defense. He talked about them struggling in Carolina to stop the run. That's what his calling card is. Equally bad positional value if you play into that for running back and linebacker in the first round. They were only drafted six picks apart. So this guy is the savior of the Lions linebacking core. He is the hope of the defense because we didn't add much else in the run-stopping aspect. Obviously, the secondary is vastly improved, but to stop the run, it's going to be a lot on Jack Campbell. Uh, WoodwardSports.com chat thread. Apollo says, I agree with Abby. Jeb Large says, in all honesty, I'd actually wake up and watch the Morning Woodward show if they replaced Adam with Gabby. So there's that one out there as well. I guess I'm the tie-breaking vote, so there's a lot of pressure on it right now. And look, for me, for me, it's Jack Campbell. And here's why. Your defense cost you going to the playoffs last year. Hard stop. There is no debating that. That's a factual statement. If you are going to be the betting favorite to win the division, I know this is a talking point that I drill home a lot on, but the guys, again, this is for keeps. This is real right now. So when Jack Campbell walks there out on the field, and look, I'm not, this is just my interpretation of it. I'm not trying to put any undue pressure, but what's real is real. You gave up almost 300 yards rushing and a half. Kept you out of the playoffs. Does anyone disagree with that statement, by the way? No. Nope. You can't. It's inarguable. You cannot. Did the Seattle Seahawks punt? No. You missed the playoffs by an overtime session in a game you didn't play in. That's that's how fine the line is. That, that unit has to be better. Has to. And I know that they put a lot into the secondary. And I know that they put a lot into the returning players they had on the defensive line. I get that. I gather that. But who's the face of all of it? And I, I'm not creating this. Your first round pick, you're the guy, you gotta go out there and do it, man. This is the NFL. And and Flannel, you know, I had the same take about Aiden Hutchinson last year. Yeah. I said, I don't care where you went to college, any of that stuff. This is the NFL now. You need to ball out. Took him a second, balled out. Absolutely. He and balled if, out. Yeah, and if Jack Campbell balls out like we all think that he that he could, I think he's the best linebacker on the team. I think it does improve the defense, at least to some degree. And Jameer Gibbs, I mean, I, we, we talk about, I know it's funny, and this isn't necessarily the point of this, we talk about Jameer Gibbs having to replace DeAndre Swift. They, they said it was okay to trade DeAndre Swift because they got Jameer Gibbs. But Jameer Gibbs, if he becomes, DeAndre Swift's career high in rushing yards in a season was 617. So Jameer Gibbs isn't replacing much. 
I'm just saying, Jack Campbell, if he hits, that would just be huge for the Lions defense. Like, you can't even quantify it at this point. I don't think he was brought in to replace Swift. I think he is now replacing Swift because they brought him in. That's fair. Completely different flip there. Well, that's that, That's what I meant for, for the record. I Those were bad choice of words by, by me. They felt comfortable get, trading DeAndre Swift because Jameer Gibbs was there. I'm just saying that. Swift is another one. We gotta let go. He was up. He was not good with the Lions. That was your guy, though. He it was, was gonna, my he guy. He was going to lead the NFC in rushing. And you know what? I look pretty damn stupid. <laughs> but what What do <laughs> you say, saying. Neil? What do you say? What is your famous saying around here? Which one? With new information. <laughs> that's a Sam Flannel. That's a Sam yeah. Flannel one. New information presents itself. You reserve the right to change your opinion. I appreciate that. Um, Prop Do says, even when I agree with him, Neil makes me hate sports. Do I make people? How do I make people hate sports? Hate. I don't know, man. I don't know. Strong words. I, I guess so. Uh, Rick Sandberg says, Neil hates Iowa. I do. You do. But Jack Campbell doesn't play for Iowa anymore. Now he plays for the Detroit Lions. Detroit Hawkeyes. Yeah, the Detroit Hawkeyes. Crimson Hawkeyes. Crimson Hawkeyes. However you want to do it. Yeah. He, he doesn't play for Iowa anymore, Rick. So the second his name gets called, he's a Detroit Lion, he ceases being an Iowa Hawkeye. That's the way professional sports work. Maybe the most fam- one of the most famous linebackers to ever play for this franchise, Chris Spielman, went to Ohio State. The second he gets drafted, that stuff's over. It is. Unless you're Sam Flannel and you carry you carry a grudge. What? So when did this come back to me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't carry any grudges. I mean, I don't carry one, one grudge. It's in the NFL, it is you're just you have a clean slate. If anything, I think you held a little bit of a grudge in the beginning towards Aiden Hutchinson. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's this angle too that Brandon Katz brings up, and this is real. There's a lot of pressure on Campbell. Because of how bad dra- uh, how bad Holmes' draft was, he did not significantly address the Lions' run defense, and there is that take out there. Like people do have that sentiment where they didn't agree. They didn't agree, as Femo, as you said, like with a running back, off-ball linebacker, with two first-round picks. I-, I heard scouts say their draft looked like a throwback to 2001. And and for the Brandon Cats and that crowd out there that say it was a bad draft, yes, Jack Campbell will be I mean again this is how it works in the NFL you're not in college anymore you're not hiding behind Iowa's schedule anymore like you are out there it's all for keeps it's all for real this is what it is now and yes for those of the people that did not like what Brad Holmes did in the draft Jack Campbell's going to become the flag bearer for that he is like right or wrong fair or unfair that's what it is because again pro sports I think we're Gibbs becomes the target is the conversation with Swift leaving and then also Williams and the situation that he's walking into there. I think if he walks in and doesn't perform right out of the bat, it's going to be, all right, well, we're just waiting. Now we're just waiting six games. Now we're just waiting six games to replace him. It's true. No, it's absolutely true. But again, the Jameer Gibbs thing. And Matt, you know, am am I overstating it here? Like, am I being too extra... No, you're not, but I'd argue for the, for the reasons you're, you're selecting Campbell, I'd almost say that that's why there's more pressure on Gibbs. They, they had such a bad defense. They've, they've, they've improved that defense so much with, with many other players, with that secondary. Um, I think the, the pick they had before Jack Campbell, they could have gone defensive player at 12, but they went the one big addition to the offense this offseason was Jameer Gibbs. And I also think it's a direct answer to the other teams in the NFC North, what they've done to improve their defense. 
I think especially the linebacking core in, in Chicago, this is one of those chess pieces where Brad Holmes is like, all right, you want to spend $100 million on linebackers, take, take your pick. Try to guard Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery out of the backfield. Right. Uh, Mike G says, Flannel agreed. All the Michigan haters like Neil and Spenny wanted Hutchinson to fail. That's not true. What? No. I, I laid it out for you, Mike G. That's just soft. The second the name gets called, that stuff's out the window, man. It is. Man, guess what? If Jack Campbell struggles at the beginning, guess what we're going to say up here? This is a very simple business up here. To be on this desk, to have this microphone, all that kind of stuff. It's very simple. Was I, cri- was I critical of Aiden Hutchinson after he got it together? No. You can't. No, you can't. You can't be. But was I critical of him in the beginning? Also, yes. Yes, because you were. He, he and you're a slap. I am. But he struggled at times in the beginning. But he got it together. He did. Yep. Because we're level-headed here on Big D. Absolutely we are. Ab- absolutely we are. So, you know, for me, it, it is that simple where Campbell becomes a face. And look, man, I can't, I can't kill you on the Gibbs. If somebody wants to say the Gibbs thing, again, I'll cut a pass because they were compensated to do it. And I will say this too, though. If Gibbs does pop off, he's going to get all the shine because it's going to be dynamic. Oh, for sure. We love dynamic. I do. I love toys. You know, grinders that have 16 tackles. You know, it's nice, but it isn't shiny. It's mm-hmm. not fun. I like fun. I like toys. It's a shiny league, too. It is a shiny league. No, I, absolutely. Um, Chuck Brewer says, Neil, so you're saying you rooted against Hutch while he was at Michigan. Rooted against Hutch. While he was at Michigan. I rooted against Hutch when he was at Michigan. A thousand percent. No, I but just, when he's on the Lions, he is a Detroit Lion. He is no longer a Michigan Wolverine. I don't care if you played for the Axis Army. If you're playing for I the Lions your Grandpa now. Joe. Yeah, like if you're playing for the Lions now, I'm going to root for you because you're a Detroit Lion. What and if, I want what to if, see you do What well. if Grandpa Joe was the picket linebacker? Would I you hope root? he gets 150 tackles and is a first, first ballot Hall of Famer. He's probably got the legs for it, even though he was on bed for 20 years. <laughs> he could run down Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. He'll be the Jameer Gibbs stopper. That's the only one. Sam Flannel, tell him about Swiss injury. Absolutely. Like our draft picks, did the GM do his job? Be a boss and take control of your insurance options. Draft a company that will give you the most cost-effective plan and protect you like the best O-line in the league. Email Swiss Insurance today at mark at swissins.com or just go to their website, swissins.com. Can't get enough Woodward Sports content? Head over to woodwardsports.com right now for up-to-date sports articles and great entertainment news. We have the best writers, bloggers, and coverage all at your fingertips. Head to woodwardsports.com right now to experience all Woodward Sports has to offer. By now you know me, Christina Gennari, as the obvious choice in real estate. And you know my website, soldchristina.com, as your number one resource for buying or selling your home. Myself, along with my amazing staff, pride ourselves on making your home buying and selling experience a relaxing and easy one. Come see why we are the obvious choice. Christina Gennari at soldchristina.com, the obvious choice in real estate. We aren't quite sure if they consume more beer or sports. Either way, the heavyweights are here. Live on Woodward Sports, daily 5 to 7 p.m. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Keeping it pushing. Big D Energy Woodward Sports Network. Neil Rule. We have Gabby Phillips as well. Matt Broder, Sam Flannel, Spencer Raxer, all of you. WoodwardSports.com. Chat thread make sure you subscribe to the woodward sports youtube channel we are keeping it pushing 50 50 50-ish thousand of you uh have subscribed already uh but get in there and uh get in there and do it uh we're next in detroit sports media and also we're the now if you go by the numbers i'm just saying that is that is the case uh subscribe what's that numbers don't lie right flannel they're they're factual by the numbers yeah by by (laughs) the numbers absolutely um, subscribe to the Big D Energy podcast too. You can rewind, fast forward. Not a baseball person, zip through that. Not an NBA person, you can rewind, fast forward through all that as well. Lordsports.com um, chat thread. Detroit Supremacy says, as a Spartan diehard, I still wear my Larkin and Hutch jerseys, effing stupid scum slappies. So, I didn't say that. Uh, Ryan <laughs> says, Neil is the Stephen A. Here's the difference. Ryan, like, let me address that because I've gotten that from a couple of people here. Here's where it's different with what I do. Everything I say into this microphone, when I look into this camera and talk, everything I have ever said, it is my 100% belief to be true. I, I don't do things for, for clicks. I don't do things for an argument. I'm not gonna have an artificial argument. I'm not gonna argue bad points. I believe I'm right. That's why I say it. But I give you the reasons why. I don't just like yell into the microphone with no substance. I do yell into the microphone at times because I get worked up. But there is, I'm not, I'm not a, a circus clown up here. Like I just talk sports with people. And I give you the reasons why I think the way that I do. And then I usually get, yeah, but he sucks in return. I don't accept that. I don't accept that. Like that's not an argument. So that's why. Can you juggle, Neil? I cannot. Trapeze? You know, I used to have a sideline reporter at Oakland, mm-hmm. uh, Jenna Rose. She was with the Chicago Blackhawks now. She could juggle, and like for real, like for really? real juggle. It's <laughs> When you see it like in person and somebody you know, you're like, man, that, juggling Impressive. is wild. So hard. I've tried. Yeah. I've failed. Like it's, it's almost as hard as it is for Grandpa Joe to be a good person. Like it's just not, it's a tough skill. Mm-hmm. It, it is a tough skill. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we were, uh, we're, we're up here chalking it up. Uh, Coach Coach Richie says Neil speaks facts. I believe damn near everything he spits out because of the facts. Um, questions for Gabby in here as well. Pete Smith wants to know, and we we have we're going to get into the hockey stuff, but I believe this is relevant. Pete Smith, Gabby, as a Florida State alum, would you take Charlie Ward's basketball career over his football career? That's a great question. Oh, that's a great question. <clears throat> I don't 
know. Uh, yeah. You know, I would have liked to see him play. You got the you Seminoles. a Heisman. I would like to have seen him play with the Seminoles basketball team the year of COVID. That's what I have liked to see. Okay. He we got you a Heisman. Upward, I know, but we are on the upward, and I really, really, really think we could have won the tournament that year. Maybe with a little extra help, we could have made it happen. Low-key, and I know this isn't Tallahassee sports talk right now, mm-hmm. Leonard Hamilton's the most underrated dude in college basketball. They're like, you know they're like the winningest ACC program over the last decade or some crazy number like that? They're always, they're they're always, always right, there. They're always in like the round of 32. Sometimes they get a little bit farther than that. Yeah, they're consistent winners. Wrapping up the WoodwardSports.com chat poll, who's under more pressure to perform in year one? Jameer Gibbs got 62% of the vote. So uh, that's what it is. Uh, Pete Smith says Charlie Ward's the only Heisman Trophy winner to sign a second contract with the New York Knicks. <laughs> He, he was dynamic, man. He was good. He was dynamic, a great athlete. Explosive. All those catchy words. Yeah. That uh, Brad Holmes uses on every press conference. <laughs> All right. D Mac told you guys what to do last week. Tonight is the night. What time is this going down at? 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Uh, what station? Do we know? ESPN. ESPN it is? I think so. Okay. Oh, wow. So, I just said it. 8 o'clock tonight. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. So <laughs> told by Gabby. I was told. I was you're going to get a tweet. If you're wrong, you're going to get the I was told tweet. You you absolutely are. Confirmed. But anyway, confirmed. You'll find it. If you want to see it, you'll find it. Yeah, confirmed. I was right. Conf- I was right. I was no, ga- see, Gabby, here's how you do that. You don't say, I was right. No, you say, I, tr- I tried to tell you guys. Yeah. Mm. Well, you could have just believed me. and You say, doubted me? Like, you should have said, Matt, you could have just believed me. And save the time of, of looking into Google. But you didn't. You wasted that time. That's on you. Yeah. I can't tell you how to yeah. live your life. True. Now, is that how I would respond so, to that? Learning curve. Yes. Learning curve, okay? First time on the desk, I'm allowed to have a little bit of a learning curve. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, here on Mark M, this isn't the show to come to if you want bad takes, not on Neil or DMAX Watch. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. But, yeah. All right. DMAC told you what to do. Whoever you believe in. Last night, today, on your lunch break, whatever you do, whoever you pray to, whatever you do to go for good luck, tonight is the night. I will give you the up-to-date. <laughs> I will give you the up-to-date NHL draft lottery odds. Your Detroit Red Wings have a five percent chance. So you're saying there's a chance of getting the number one pick. They have a five point two percent chance of getting the second pick. They have a 0.2% chance of getting the number three pick. Oof. And then based on what? where they are, How does that work? They, have that? A, they have a 64.4% really chance hard. of getting the number nine pick, a 23.5% chance of getting the number 10 pick, and a 1.7% chance of ending up with pick number 11. As I sit right now, they are at pick number nine. The Detroit Red Wings in totality for the NHL draft owns pick picks number nine number 18 right now which once the Toronto Maple Leafs get finished off that will be bumped up to pick number 17 that they have from the Islanders through the trade that they made they also in the second round have pick number 41 42 and 43 you guys want a a, a NHL draft hot take real quick let's hear it I believe that Steve Eiserman will come out if he selects all three, 
My guess is he'll probably move one of them. If he has all three picks in the second round, he will get an all-star out of one of those three picks. He ain't going to be wrong three times in a row. That's fair. When I do, like, my fantasy drafts, right, I always like to pick one or at the end Mm -hmm. because I want those two in a row. I'm not going to be wrong twice in a row. I believe Steve Eiserman will draft a star with one of those three second-round picks. That's the hot take. That's the wait to see. Do you think Eiserman has called up Holmes after this draft and said, you know, give me the pep talk? You did it? You know, everyone's on board with you now, even though you made some questionable decisions. Off I'd be the curious about that. Do they like converse about draft philosophy? I'll have to ask the next time we're all together in the room having drinks. <laughs> yeah. I want to know. I want to know. I think they do. Yeah. I bet they do. You got it. You got to pull from your peers around the city. Even if it's a casual conversation. Yeah. It's had to come up at least once. Now that Avila's gone, it's like all four are competent. Let's have that combo. Uh, LV4 says, that's not a stretch. Eiserman has built a team without a pick in the top three. But to be fair, that Lightning team had prime Stamkos. Stamkos was a number one overall pick, I believe, right? Had to, he had to have been. I think so. Yeah, he had to have been. I mean, I could have looked it up, Smemo, but I know that I'm right. No, I'm not going right. to do a Gabby. He's right. Yeah, I know that I'm right. So um, He was selected 15th overall. Oh, wait, no. What? That was Eric Carlson. Why is it Eric yeah. Carlson? I don't know. He yeah, was not. You don't he even was, need he to was, look it up. He was 1-1 in 2008. Yeah. You don't like even he, need to look it up. He was, he was the Connor Bedard yes. of his draft. So, so let's get into it. He was Connor Bedard. Where are you guys at with it? Matt, you got a good vibe. You got a bad vibe. If you had to bet the mortgage payment. Uh, by the way, real quick, uh, Sapper18. Sapper, I haven't seen you in the chat thread before. Welcome. Says, Florida State's the second best university in Tallahassee. Go F-A- FAMU. So oh. there's that. FAMU. There, there's you. Um, how you feeling? If you had to bet your mortgage payment, where are they going to end up picking? I think they're going to be picking closer to nine. I mean, of course we'd love for, love for them to pick Boo. one, but man, the percentages in the NHL draft are, are wild. They're so stupid. It, it's, it's hard to comprehend. It, it is weird in that. So what they do in the NHL versus what they do in the NBA. Anaheim has you know the, the worst record. Therefore, they have a 25.5% chance of picking number one. Columbus is two at 13.5%, which is right along in line with what the bottom three in the NBA have. Chicago has 11.5% chance of picking number one. So when you boil it all down, obviously the worst record, you get a much, much better chance in the NHL than you do in the NBA of getting number one. But I just I, I want to know where everybody's at with it. What, what about you, Gabby? Where right now, where do you think they're going to end up? If you had to bet the the rent payment or the mortgage payment, nine. Think they're going to end up at nine? Boo. I really think so. Boo. I don't want to say it. I really don't. I really don't because I think this is such a pivotal pick for us right now. But nine, nine, nine. I, okay. And you said somewhere around nine. Flannel, are, do you believe? I, it's, it's tough to say whether I believe or not. I will say this, though, if you guys want a little bit of hope, even if this isn't necessarily related. In 2019, they were the Red Wings were one of the favorites to get the number one. They did not. The, the Devils did. They got Jack Hughes. But the Red Wings still landed Mo Sider. In 2020, that was another year where they were 
projected to be one of the favorites for number one. They did not. The New York Rangers did. They got Alexis Lafreniere, and the Red Wings instead got Lucas Raymond. So this is the time when the Red Wings actually aren't one of the favorites. When a Connor Bedard can put them over the top to maybe be Stanley Cup contenders within the next couple of years, this would be the year. I would take all of those years of I'd say getting screwed, but getting damn good players. And this would be the one where they would not have the highest odds and actually get the prize, the biggest prize probably since Connor McDavid. Definitely since Jack Hughes. I'm not saying that it's going to happen. I'm just saying that, you know, it would be a little bit of If you got to bet the flannel family mortgage payment, what pick are they getting? Nine. All right, nine. Boo. It's a mortgage. I can't like this. <laughs> I don't want to be homeless. If you had to bet the ta this month's tax payment. <laughs> I do have to pay my taxes again next month. Same, if, bro. <laughs> if you had to bet the payment. It was a rough tax season for those yeah, of us. Yeah, now i got to pay quarterly. Stupid. hate it. Where you, where are you pinning it at? Number one. Stop it. Come on. Number one pick. Connor Bedard. Hard for Bedard. He's coming to Detroit. It's going to happen. I prayed to the drowned god all weekend. It is going to happen. Hard for Bedard. You see Apollo in the in the chat. He's saying nine. N-E-I-N. I think that's a sign. I actually think that is a sign. Now that we've all been saying nine. No, they're not going to go nine. No. They're going to go one. They're going one. I think I might be with Spencer. I think I might have to flip. Uh, here on Mark M says four is my guess. They cannot pick four. Uh, based on where they are at nine, they can only advance to the top three. Because the NHL lottery is stupid, and they raffle off the top three picks, and then everybody else falls in line after it. It's so stupid. Neil. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I was say, is there, is there any chance that whoever lands Bedard, whoever lands the number one pick, would ever trade out of that spot? No. With a guy like would I, you? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But I'm saying, hypothetically, is the 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 draft capital that there, there's not a trade has, that could be made. There's not one single yeah. trade. There's not a trade right. that could be made for that. That's what I, I thought. I, and you want to know why? Because you didn't say number one pick. You said Bedard. It, yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent valid point. I, I hear all this draft capital Steve Eiserman has. Is there any chance? No. No. New rule here for Planet <laughs> Fitness. That's right. Planet Fitness sold a lot of high schoolers ages 14 to 19 in the U.S. and Canada. Work out for free all summer long from May 15th through August 31st. Really cool program that Planet Fitness does. They're committed to providing safe and comfortable places for teens to work out for free all summer long. The Planet Fitness High School Summer Pass is a solution for teenagers to stay active during the summer when school is out and important academic and extracurricular programs such as sports, gym class, and after school activities are in recess. Teens can register starting May 1st, which is right now, and officially gain access to the club May 15th. Registrations open during the summer months through August 30. First, that's absolutely what they're doing. Planet Fitness also giving away $200,000 to high schools and students. Teens ages 14 to 19 who register for the high school summer pass can help win a scholarship for their school and participate in a TikTok video contest for a chance to win academic scholarships as well. You guys know what it is. We're here in the Planet Fitness Studios at Woodward Sports. I'm there every day, Monday through Friday, getting it in. Best gym in the game. Some of you are out there paying 50, 60, 70 bucks for a gym because they have a rock wall. It's pretty dumb if you ask me. Planet Fitness, $10. it's got everything that you need. 10 bucks a month, access to your home club. If you want to be a baller like that, the black card will set you back just $24.99 a month. It's a no-brainer, everybody. It is Planet Fitness.
Go to planetfitness.com. Stop by a couple. You'll pass them on the way home. There's over 50 of them in the metro Detroit area. It's Planet Fitness, where your fitness is essential. essential. At work and at home, we're there with smarter security solutions. Featuring complete automation with customized alerts and more. For over 90 years, we've been the company that's been counted on to protect what matters most, all with personalized service and care. Right now, for a limited time, receive a free video device plus free installation with a new home system. Guardian Alarm. We protect Michigan. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Since the dawn of moving people, Chevrolet has led the way. The world of transportation is changing. At Feldman Chevrolet, we are leading the charge forward. With every electric vehicle, every mile traveled, one Feldman at a time. The company that puts more Chevys on Michigan roads is now the number one name for Chevy electric vehicles. Coming on the stretch, Big D Energy, Woodward Sports Network, Neil Rule. We have Gabby Phillips as well. Matt Broder here. We have Sam Flannel, Spencer Raxter also. And uh, we're, we're talking NHL draft. The NHL draft lottery is tonight. Red Wings 5% chance of landing the number one overall pick, which will be Connor Bedard. And I got two questions. Spenmo, you asked one. So I want to do this real quick because I'm seeing it in the WoolworthSports.com chat thread. People say get rid of the lottery. If teams want to tank, let them end up with the number one pick. Do we like the draft lottery? Because for, for everyone out there in the chat that says that, you will all be locked in tonight. Everybody will be locked in tonight. That's the point of all this, everybody. They get two nights out of it. They get two nights out of it instead of one. And we are all going to watch. Why? Hope sells. Hope, hope is the undefeated king. Financial empires were, have been built on selling hope. True. Hope is undefeated. Crypto. And we will watch tonight. So I will put that back on the people. Spamo, starting with you, because you brought it up. You said that you said the, the the draft lotteries are stupid. They're not going anywhere, man. I like the NF, NBA draft lottery, but the NHL why, draft why is lottery that? is stupid. Because the NHL, you just do the top three picks is what the lottery is for. It's what the bingo balls are for. It's not the whole order. So it's just whoever gets those top three picks, then everybody else falls in line. That's just stupid. If they're going to be a lottery, make it a real lottery. Okay, so so your problem is, like, when here Mark M said, what are the chances we pick four? There yeah, are no chances. There's no chances. In your world, there is a chance. Yes. 
Okay, and, and it's just, I, I'm curious about it. Uh, Philippines on demand. Neil, what's the worst that we can do uh, in the draft lottery? 11, I want to say. 11 is the worst that the Red Wings can be. And yes, that is confirmed. Although there is just a 1.7% chance of be, them being 11. They can only be 1, 2, or 3, or 9, 10, or 11. Because as Spenmo said, the other spots are not out there. Matt, you like, you like these lotteries or no? I do. I like the lotteries. There are too many cheap billionaires out there owning these teams that they, they're willing to make money elsewhere and would rather just tank their season. I, I like seeing competitive, competitive sports. Brandon Katz says the league should just give every team that misses the playoffs an equal chance to get the number one pick. And, and I don't know. Um, Gabby, where are you at? On, that's, on, a, that's a bad idea. Yeah, I don't think that I like that either on surface. I thought about it for a minute. Where are you at with the draft lottery concept, Gabby? I understand why they're doing it for the NHL. I understand because of what I said, the two events. Now they're getting double the amount of viewers. They're hyping it up a little bit more. And if you're looking at the NFL and the NHL, the NHL needs to do a little bit more to hype it up than the NFL. So I get it. Is it ideal? Is there a better system? I'm sure. I'm sure we could find a better system. This is what it is right now. It's not ideal, but we're getting to exciting events around it where we're now talking about hockey, which is exactly what the NHL wants. Drury 10 says the NHL lottery is better. The NFL draft model allowed a garbage franchise like the Colts to literally fall their way into Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. I, I don't know. Flannel, which way do you lean on that? You like the lottery? Do you like the NFL model? Hmm. I, Chris Flannel, like I feel like I feel like we're compromised here because the wings have been burned. Sure, the Pistons, you know, people say like we don't have any luck in Detroit, and they forget like we won the draft lottery to get oh, Kate yeah. Cunningham. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? I do. Like, you know, they weren't supposed to to get the number one pick, but they did. So, you know, for me, I just I feel like we're scorned. We feel scorned because the Red Wings have been scorned. But you went through the picks they got anyway. Absolutely. Out of it. I mean, Mo Sider was because you didn't win the draft the year you were supposed to win the sure, draft. Sure. So where, where do you fall on the whole lottery versus non-lottery? I think it's sports-specific dependent, if that really? makes sense. I said I said a lot of a lot of words there, but let me, let, let me explain. I think NBA, the lottery, is necessary because that is the sport where one player can change your fortunes so much. There's not you don't need as much depth as say you need in hockey for for example where Connor Bedard would obviously do wonders for any franchise but you need the more pieces around him. I think if there was no lottery during this Victor <clears throat> Wembanyama draft, there you'd see a team going like not winning like nine games and just completely taking their season at the if they could guarantee that they'd get Victor Wembanyama. So I see why the NBA needs a lottery, but the NHL. I personally would probably do away with it, although it's not like a hill that I'm going to die on super hard. It's just my preference. Yeah, so I mean, I, I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest with you. The lottery's cool because Peaceful Tim says, I don't think a draft lottery is bringing in new fans, but hockey and basketball fans watch on lottery nights. See, Tim, I think it, I think it does. I think if a fan's flipping around and, and finds out that the, the draft lottery is tonight, we, we love it. We love the suspense of it. Anything that's close, and I don't know how you guys like do your fantasy leagues. Like we do a lottery for our football draft selections every year, and so like we do our lottery where you get your your name gets pulled out and you get to decide which pick you want, and then you know it goes it goes through that. So like say they, they say to my name first, but I want to pick at the end because I want those two picks in a row. So I go all right, I'm picking twelve, 
you want. No one wants five, obviously, because it's like right in the middle of everything. I hate it when I get five. Me too. But like even that gets me like in a weird way. I'm like, oh, this is kind of hype, man. I want to see where I want to end up picking and stuff. Like we love a draft lottery, dude. Mm -hmm. We do. We're undefeated against it. We're always going to watch it. I, I do think, Tim, I do think that it brings in new fans to it. Um, people talking about tanking and stuff like that. And look, guys, I've touched on this before. You're never going to stop tanking. Because, and again, this is, uh, I guess this will make me make you hate sports again. This is one of those, uh, you know, one of those takes where people say, like, Neil, when you give these takes, it makes me hate sports. I guess this will make you hate sports because until you tackle the problem of you are penalized for winning, you just are. You're penalized. Not, not it's not neutral or anything like that. You're penalized for winning. Your lottery chances go down the more you win. And it's not just the, you know, the Pistons and the Rockets you know, that, that have been at the, the you know, the edge of the lottery in the NBA for a long time. The Indiana Pacers, they're always in the lottery all the time. What's it gotten them? You know what I'm saying? Like, they are penalized because they quote-unquote try. They are, you can't defeat that argument. You are mathematically penalized for winning. So I don't know what the answer is to the draft lottery scenario. You're penalized for, but even in a non-lottery draft, you're penalized for winning. The Colts were stupid to win that game last year. Mm -hmm. They were, I mean, the Texans, Texans. were stupid to yeah. beat the Colts at the end yeah. last year. Coach got fired because of it. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe he got fired because it was Romeo Crowell, yeah. but, you know, whatever. So I don't know what to say. I do, I do need the draft geeks, though, the hockey draft geeks, to help me as we wind down the show here. After Spenny, you, after Sam Flannel tells you about Alta. Absolutely, because at Alta, uptime matters. Alta Equipment has everything you need to get the job done. <laughs> if you have a big project, give Alta a call at 844-GO-TO-ALTA. That is 844-GO-TO-ALTA. We don't like to brag that we are the toughest sports network in Detroit. But we do have a guy named Darren McCarty on our side. Lemieux and McCarty, who's had a good knockdown drag up. There they go, right on the wall. Oh, talking to sports. Big Boy Strawberry Fest has officially arrived and we're here to show you the very best flavors of the season. Satisfy your sweet tooth with our deep fried vanilla Oreos, strawberry hot fudge cake, and a slice of our classic strawberry pie. But that's not all. Cool off on a refreshing summer splash salad or savor the flavors of our chicken Caesar wrap and strawberry bacon chicken wrap. And for breakfast lovers, don't miss out on our strawberry hot cakes or our mouthwatering red velvet waffle. Strawberry Fest is something for everyone. Celebrate the sweet season with us at Big Boy. We're back at it. Big D Energy, final segment of the show. Neil Rule, Gabby Phillips, Matt Broder here filling in for D-Max, Sam Flannel, Spencer Raxter. Appreciate it. Uh, should have worn my uh, red mohawk today. You should have. Yeah. <laughs> Left it at home. <laughs> Did you? Um... Woolworthsports.com chat thread. Tim says, I enjoy you, Neil. Just not your Iowa U of M bashing. You expect perfection from the Midwest. Good luck. No, I just expect like one national title in a relevant sport. I know it's a lot to ask. Shout out my team, Cleves. And Ohio State football, that's been it. Yeah. That's been it since standard definition television. I'm just saying, it has been. All right. 
you asked the question. We're, Matt, you asked a question. Is, is there like a Mel Kuyper of, of NHL hockey drafts? Which is interesting because I'm calling on, I'm calling on those people right now. WoolworthSports.com chat thread. There's been a lot from the Michigan apologist. There's been a lot of Adam Fantilli talk. Uh, Mike G said he's, quote, the best two-way player in hockey. Anybody, anybody in the room, I am an OHL guy. I admit that. It's a down year for the OHL. I believe, like, their first prospect isn't mocked to, like, 19 or something like that. Uh, Colby Barlow from Owen Sound. They have a mock going 17th to the Canadians, which we could get. Once Toronto dips out. There you go. So I would be happy about that. But um, anybody? Give me give me the... Th- they end up with three. Who's the play? Anybody? Anybody. Leo Carlson. Who? Leo Carlson. Did he go to Michigan? Nope. He played in Sweden. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Flannel? If they go, if, if it's three, you hope that Adam Fentilli falls to three. He's I don't think he's going to fall. Yeah. He'll well, be was, number two I, for sure. I was just told he's the best two-way player in, in hockey, college hockey. I mean, maybe if they have Michigan, anti-Michigan bias like you, a GM, they, maybe they'll they'll say pass on anti-Michigan bias. No, I just, like, I want to win a game in a Final Four. I mean, that's – Michigan hockey has blown so many Frozen Four chances, more than you could even name in an hour. I will admit that. But he is clearly the second-best prospect. No question about it. Uh, Ryan says, quote, let's get a Canadian guy. Your thoughts, Matt? Oh, I see. I, I'm I'm for the Team USA guys. I like the Oliver Moore, the center from Team USA. <laughs> uh, let me Will see what Smith? Will what? Smith, Oliver Moore. Okay, uh, yeah, Connor Bedard's Canadian. Fantilli is also Canadian. Mm-hmm. There isn't. Yeah, Will Smith is. Um, oh, he's with the uh, U.S. developmental program, so they play over there in Plymouth, then, right? Okay. He's committed to Boston Plymouth. College. He's committed to Boston right College. I see his teammate Oliver Moore, who's mocked at seven, is also committed to Minnesota. How'd Michigan miss out on him, Flannel? I don't, <laughs> they can't get them all. You can't get all of the best prospects. I mean, it was in 2021 draft. They had four out of the first five draft, drafted. Still didn't win a natty, by the way. So sad. So I've been, since this segment started, consistently clicking Sim Lottery in the Red Wings. seven got the number one pick. <laughs> No, they haven't. It's it's not looking good. If if it's if it's rigged though, they should rig it. What what better avenue would you have than to bring back the Dead Wings, right? The dormant Red Wings. Hundred percent. That's the best thing the NHL could do right now. Oh, their scriptwriters are would definitely. I got it. Be making a nice extra penny if they made that happen. Yeah. Uh, can can I just have one request to the people today on the social medias? Mm-hmm. If the Red Wings don't get the number one pick, can you guys save the draft is rigged stuff? Because if it were rigged, they would rig it the way Spencer Raxter just rigged it. I got it. They would rig it Retry. Retry. just like Retry. Spenmo Rax came through for the people. How many clicks, Spenmo? <laughs> 35 at least. 35 oh. clicks? Yeah. But hey. Red Wings got number one, Canucks got number two, and then Ducks got three. So there you have that. So you're saying there's a there's chance. There's a chance. There's a chance. A 5% chance. I love it. 5%, 5% chance. chance. That's Better the number. Better than zero. Better than zero. Soft Jones says, I think it's rigged if we get the pick. On the flip side of that coin, if we do get the pick, can we be honest and say it was rigged for the I, Red I Wings? I just got it again in four clicks. Red Wings. Mm. So They understand the assignment. They know what's going on. This time the Capitals have the number two pick. Maybe you should be up there with the little ping pong balls. Yeah. Detroit Dabber says Tankathon can be bad for your health. 
It is an addicting website. For those of you that it's have not gone, tankathon.com is great. It's very addicting. It, it is. It's, it's a great, great website. So, um, yeah, that's all I'm asking for. I don't think that's a big ask, right? No. Can we save the draft as rig talk if we don't get the first pick? We'll do no. our best, but I don't think we're going to be able to hold them off. I think you're right. Oh, Twitter, absolutely. Everyone will say it's rigged. It's no matter what rigged. way it goes, it's rigged. <laughs> I just saw this one. My apologies. Pe- the people wanted an Ask Gabby segment. Oh, oh. Well, four minutes. Jump in. Fire them off. Hashtag oh. Ask Gabby. Oh. Are, you, are you sure you're comfortable with I this? I don't know. I think I just committed to something this that could I get, This could get weird. <laughs> think that that was a bad decision. As soon as I left it to the chat in the in the morning Woodward show, I'll, I'll throw myself under the bus. I was compared to a, a blonde-haired, blue-eyed quarterback. Trevor Lawrence? Currently plays for the Titans. No. Oh, my gosh, guys. Who? Zach Wilson. Oh. Uh, Jack Harrington wants to know, ask mm-hmm. Gabby, are you Grandpa Joe's favorite grandkid? Great grandkid. Uh, Out of 17. <laughs> Got it again. Jack, Jack Harrington says, I love the show even though Neil hates my hockey team. I don't hate the Islanders. I just think your arena is bullshit. It's a plastic Lego arena built in the parking lot of a horse track. Look mm-hmm. it up on Google Maps, UBS Center. You'll see. You'll all see. We'll see it. Uh, let me see. Mike G, ask Gabby, would you embrace Keon Coleman to Florida State? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I would. Him and uh, Key coming from UAB. Uh, hoof-hearted. You guys will like this answer, I think. Gabby, rum, vodka, or bourbon? We've talked about this before. This weekend, bourbon. You had to. How could you not? <laughs> it is. It's Tequila dirt. wasn't in the mix in that question. That's fair. Yeah, How do you not? How do you not? How do you not? How do you Kentucky not? Kentucky Derby. Absolutely. Uh, Ryan to. said, boys, be respectful. Uh, someone else wanted to know, Gabby, what sports do you play? Fun fact, I did not play any sports. No sports. The extent of my sports has gone from kitty kickers. That's about it. And I sat on the field and cried because I wanted to be in a tutu. And therefore, I danced. And I cheered, which are both sports. And I will die on that hill. (laughs) Uh, Gabby, favorite player from any sport? That's from Ransom. Ooh, any sport. D-Mac, sitting in his chair. There you go. Gotta give him some love. (laughs) Gotta. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Let's go Red Wings Sparty. Gabby, which happens first, Florida State basketball or football championship? Football. Basketball had their run. After the season last year that they had, I do not see it coming back again anytime soon. And I believe in Jordan Travis. There it is. Well, I think that's we've done all the damage we can do here. Matt, Gabby, appreciate y'all stepping in Anytime. for DMAC. Anytime. DMAC will be back tomorrow. Spencer, Raxter, Sam Flannel, good job out of you guys and good job out of all of you on the WoodwardSports.com chat. Thanks for having us, Neil. At, well, yeah, absolutely. Love it. Thanks for watching. Big D Energy on Woodward Sports. Well, see you later. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.